Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring flicks Hello again everyone, welcome to Measuring Flicks, I am Carl Hartley And I'm Max Peterson, but I, honestly, I should have introduced the most important guest today The most important person in my life uh, my beautiful wife, Bird. She's sitting to my Hi. right. Hi. For some reason, I was expecting not me to come after that. <laughs> <laughs> we re-recorded this intro because I forgot to introduce my wife and I looked like shit. And now I'm looking You're like okay. I'm looking like shit on my that's terms. Why my, that's why my entrance was a little weird. Yeah. We've done this. All right. We've done this already. <laughs> All right. So, Bird, tell us about yourself and how great oh, you are. No. And how, no, I'm just kidding. Um <sighs> So for for the first time, for the first time in the month of November, I can officially say we are deep into Barbarian. We are officially deep into Barbarian. I've said that every episode. I said that on the first first episode. I was like, we are deep into Barbarian. And you're like, this is the first Barbarian episode. (laughs) We can officially say we are deep into it. We are. We're past the halfway mark. We're in week three of Barbarian month. And Carl, I got to tell you, dude, I... I, I'm loving this month more than I thought. Uh, I, yes. If there were more Conan the Barbarian movies to watch... I am super sad that there are. I could watch them. Yes. I could totally watch them. Um, so I tried to watch The Terminator. It's not the same. It's not. Nope. Nope. Mm, it's, mm-hmm. There's no swords. Nope. There's no man thongs nope. or scabby butt cracks. Nothing is the same. <laughs> so let's dive in. What we're talking about today is 1985's Red Sonja, directed by Richard Fleischer, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bridget Nielsen, Sandal Bergman, probably the hottest woman that we've ever talked about on this show, dude. The one that plays Red Sonja? San- no, Sandal oh. Bergman. Although both of them are stunning. She plays the queen. Yeah, she's Oh, the- yes. Oh my okay. god, dude. She's incredible. Uh, Paul L. Smith, Ernie Reyes Jr., uh, that's the irritating young prince boy. Mm, we'll talk about it. Yes, we will. <laughs> and Pat Roach. Did, uh, did you know that Ernie Reyes Jr., irritating prince boy, uh, put out a, didn't put out, but recorded a hip-hop album called The Last, the Last Dragon in Asia? Is that what it was called? Mm, something like, something like that. Color me not surprised. Right? Anyway, he never released. But, oh, but not to... And I don't want to dump on this guy too much because he is like a kid in this. Well, he's, he's kid, a kid actor. He's probably like fifty he's just or something. Uh, Muay Thai world champion. Well, I gotta say this: like the only thing that I liked about this little kid was his he martial could arts. Fucking was... go, yeah, baby! His martial arts were pretty. His wicked. little fight at the end, pretty the awesome. Only part where I didn't want to throw him out a window. <laughs> <laughs> I liked his fight in the woods when he got caught and they were pulling apart by horses cool and shit. All right, so now we do have to caveat because Red Sonja is very technically not a Conan movie. Only because the film couldn't get the rights for the name Which is Conan. weird, because isn't Red Sonia written by the same? No. It's a different... Red Sonia, Red S-O-N-Y-A, Red Sonia, is a Robert E. Howard creation that was originally from a short story that had nothing to do with the Conan universe. The, so that's how... Oh. The comic books, the Conan comic books introduced the character Red Sonia J.A., and wove her mm-hmm. into the Conan universe, okay. thus making Red Sonja a Conan character. 
So those are the original. I think that's Dark Horse. Did so that's how MGM could get the rights for Red Sonia, but not necessarily for Conan <laughs> because they're two separate IPs in a way. I'm not entirely sure why they could. They probably get... dealt with intellectual properties slightly differently back then. Yeah. Also, I, this the reason there wasn't a precedent for comic books. Right. The reason that this that this movie is not technically a Conan movie has everything to do with lawyers and nothing to do with the actual Conan. But guess universe. what? It's a Conan movie. It's a Conan uh, movie because yeah. I mean, Calidor, Calidor is the Conan. Barbarian. Conan, yeah. yeah, actually, fans have retconned this to make it a Conan movie. They say that, that he is the Lord. He became the no, Lord. No, they of say whatever. that Calidor is one of Conan's quote traveling names. The way that he was a pirate, like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Dread Pirate Roberts, oh. or the the example that a lot of them use is Gandalf. Gandalf is Gandalf the Gray, and later Gandalf becomes the White. Well, and in other parts of the world, to the elves, he's yeah, known as Mithrandir. That's right. So people have different names so no, that's it yeah calador yep. is conan's traveling name done perfect can we talk a little bit about before we dive into the actual yes. film i have more trivia that i think is fucking hilarious arnold schwarzenegger originally signed on um uh who's the oh the producer he's got a anyway one yeah. dino de Laurentiis. dino de Laurentiis asked arnold to come and do a cameo in this movie and it was supposed to be a one-week shoot and arnold was like yeah, totally. I'll come and do. I'm not even gonna try. Because no, it's okay. I, I cut those episodes, and my Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is like, "I will do it for you. do it for you." It is the most garbage thing of all time. Didn't but, I'll come over for you. Yeah, he's like, "I'll do." Yours is getting better as we go. We're working on it. <laughs> because you knew you had yeah. to. You're like, "There's a lot of slack. I gotta, I I gotta, gotta tighten this." That, yeah. <laughs> Max is slacklining on the grass. Right. Uh, we need to get this at least off the ground. He's fishing on land. I need yeah. to help him out. <laughs> we got. He's John. He's dying. He's dying on Mike. But uh, so Arnold showed up and was surprised to figure to be on set for four weeks, a full month. Right. And then he, when he saw the rough cut of the film, they did uh, apparently very clever editing, additional ADR, and multicam shooting gave them enough footage to make him a co-star. Holy shit! Not in his contract. He was supposed to be a cameo, and they used multiple cameras to shoot things from different angles and then spliced it together like it was different scenes, and then added ADR, added stuff on the fly, and expanded his role to what it is in the film. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was so pissed that he severed a 10-year contract with Dino De Laurentiis because he's like, you just fucked me, dude. I mean, that's sad, but Max... I love this movie. They used to make fucking movies, Do you love this movie as much as I do? I fucking... Love this movie so much. How far it is so I love it this much. The only thing that takes me out of this movie is the little kid. He's irritating as oh shit. God, the, the kid the is irritating. But, but it sort of adds to that weird 80s charm of it where you have the kind He's of shit. Short round. Kid. I'm with you, dude. He's short round. Yeah, absolutely. Short it's round like, is irritating too. Yes. Um but I don't love Goonies any less. Right. Do now. I don't know. Well, if... I can't imagine Goonies without short round. Now, Bird, do you <laughs> like Red Sonia? Did you like this movie? Uh, Here we go. I got. Okay, cool. Okay, now I, I get it. I wanted to introduce the the dissenting voice because I when we were watching this movie again, remember? Oh wait, listeners haven't heard that. For listeners who are listening, <laughs> I ran out of weed, so I don't. I haven't. I did not watch this high. I watched this stone cold sober, and guess what? I haven't vis a vis the weed. Haven't had any withdrawals. Turns out it's not addictive. Weird. Crazy world. Anyway. So I'm watching Red Sonia, and this movie fucking swept me up with its. This is, dude. This is ultimate high fantasy. This is all of it. This is. There are side quests. There's a main quest. Yeah. There are side quests. 
mini bosses. Yeah, dude. They you, have, you you get a little bit of the you pick up your party along the way. There's metal like, sea monster with knife tongues. There's dinosaur skeleton bridges. This movie this has incredible. fucking everything. So watching this movie, I a couple times I said to Bird, I was like, you know what? No shit. This I honestly think I might. I I I recognize again. It's this is the searchers versus uh you know like uh some spaghetti uh sure. duck you sucker, you know. Right. Yes. The Searchers is clearly better. It's clearly a superior film, but maybe I like a fistful of dynamite a little bit right. better because it's fun. I told Bird, I was like, I think this might be my favorite of the Conan movies. That is even, oh, this is Bridget Nielsen's first film. I will fully acknowledge Bird's big argument, which is that Bridget Nielsen's line deliveries are almost universally flat. It's like she's just reading her lines. Yeah. The performance. Off cue cards. Her performance is not awesome. Don't care. Ca- Fucking love yeah. it. I love this movie. It might be the most if fun. We, yeah, so this of is, this the is that nostalgia thing. So we're not nostalgic for this movie. Because none of us have seen it. We have it. not seen it. <laughs> yeah. But having watched two Conan movies previous to this, I'm in this 1980s headspace, head right? Where yeah. you sort of forgive the... If we had gone to see this today, like we just came back from the movies, 2019, like... That woman could not act for shit. And the kid was irritating. The kid was irritating. What kind of garbage movie is this? But it's that 1980s high fantasy they used to make movies last. Right, dude. And I'm like, that's just fine. That's how it is. Matte paintings, giant Mm. constructed sets. Giant constructed sets. No one could understand what Conan was saying in the first (laughs) Conan movie. Like, let's. (laughs) So, Bird, we have gushed about this. Tell us, to get in, and you don't have to, like, counterpoint mm-hmm. us. Just tell us your thoughts on it. Because I know that, I don't mm-hmm. think you hated this movie. I think you no, thought it was uh, okay. There's know? a lot that I enjoy in here. And I, I think um, things are working really well, like, on the, the set level, on the costuming level. I just think the writing was really weak. And the, the dialogue sucked. Mm-hmm. There was no, um, like, chemistry between any of the actors, that is it, true. They were just like independently moving parts. Um, Bizarrely, I, I think that my favorite relationship in the movie is, is Hawk and Animal. Whatever the two, the, Hawk the, and Animal. What? The Emperor and his guard. Um, what's his name? Fal- Falcon. Falcon and Falcon. The Emperor. Honestly, my f- that's Hawk and Animal. I don't know. It's the 80s wrestling. My- <laughs> Duo. And then Booker T comes out and yeah. does the spin Rooney. No, my favorite uh, <laughs> WWF throwback. You're mixing your generations. Of I WWE, am. I am. You? Well, I'm. I'm. That's where I came in. That was my oh, entry good, point. Good, I had good. Kane and Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Booker T. Um, those are my WWF intros. But in mankind, but we're not talking about WWF. We have a whole podcast about Nick Foley. We fucking should. We should get Nick Foley on <laughs> to talk about. Sorry, I don't you know, just my brain go. something. <laughs> But uh, no, my favorite relationship is Red Sonia and Falcon. The the because they don't really directly interact with each other. They don't, but there but, is an understanding between the two. Right, like they they both hate the kid and want to burn him. The, Not I, really. They have a weird unspoken resonance with each other. Now there are other there. Are, keep going. You, did you have more? Um, pacing. I was just looking back through my notes. Um. There's some weird, stupid pacing stuff, like the fight with the ironclad sea serpent, which is very cool. It just goes on forever. I would and agree with that with most of this. I I do like, agree with Bird. The super long fight between Conan and Sonya, where they're like, "I want to fuck you," now, but why I we have to fight first. I have a, I have a theory about why they a did whole that. Day. This it makes sense why they were. It's an hour twenty six. Yeah, it feels some. 
if you cut those fight scenes down, you're looking at like an hour t- 15, hour 10. And I don't want to see that cut, though. It'd be, it'd be faster and crisper. And we've watched other movies. Carnival of Souls is only like uh, like 70 minutes or something mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, I would I would love to. When we make films, Max, let's yeah. never look at the time. Yeah, we don't need runtime. Jim Jarmusch says that uh, in a, if a famous a, interview If it's a 48-minute movie, it's a 48-minute. If it's four hours, it's four hours. What the fuck ever. Jarmusch, like, they could have, you know, Jarmusch, they could have tightened, tightened it up That's and could have added other things. Right. Like, Honestly, whatever. I think that Hollywood is... I did is, sort of nod off a couple of times during this and it was during fight scenes. I think yeah. Hollywood's got, which you should never be bored during right. a fight scene. Like, ooh, fight oh, scene! Yeah. Still a fight scene. I think Hollywood... <laughs> I, can, I could nap for a minute. I think this is where Hollywood... Because I'll still be fighting. This, this might be the beginning of what we have now, which is, and I know you love this movie, but like Avengers Endgame is like, I think 16 hours long or something like uh, that? It comes in just under three. Dude. Two hours, 48 minutes or something like that. There are, cer- there are certain movies that, that I... That movie's too long, too. Yeah. Long they're, they're, they're... But not... not yeah, not they're not very long movies. They're movies that are too long, which means they're filled with shit you don't care about. Right. The Hateful Eight is fucking long, but I think it I care means, about every frame of that movie. There are I think there are directors who do it right. Jim Jarmusch has some long ass movies. Quentin Tarantino has some long ass movies. Kill Bill Volume One and Two was re- was yes, released a four as a hour movie. Yeah, Nymphomaniac, Lars von Trier's film, is six hours. It was not supposed mm. to be broken into two Danielle parts. And I, I know you don't like that Volume One and Two at the State Theater. That movie, Kill Bill, mm-hmm. in its entirety, does not feel long. No, 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 no. You... We left. Michael Moore was sitting in the back, by the way. We didn't realize it the whole time. Michael Moore just sitting there watching the Kill Bill <laughs> thing. We're like, Hi, Mike. He's like, great movie. I'm like, ah! Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so long movie. Yeah, it's just like that whole thing. It's like... Mm. Jim Jarmusch says that the filmmakers of the future and the film audiences of the future, once we get over this bullshit, like 90 minutes the is 90 the perfect minutes. It's like time. a three-minute song. That's right? why. That's honestly why I don't think that I'll ever be able to... Well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. But that's why I don't think that my screenplays are geared towards selling to big Hollywood studios. Not. I mine wouldn't be either. I, my act I breaks have, yeah. are not at the right spot. That, like, if you go through... If you read uh, Save There's the Cat, there's not the Hollywood structure to it. Yeah, you flip. Right. You're supposed to be able as a as a like producer to flip to page fifty, and that's where the turn is. I don't write that way. Anybody who writes that way is probably making paint by numbers stuff. Not always. Well, I think that that veneer is starting to wear off. I agree. Jarmish says that in the future, audience. He thinks that audiences, if if, if the movie is excellent, they'll go and see a 22 minute movie or a 10 hour movie. If it's good, they will go and see yes! that thing. Yeah. Yes. Some of the best movies I've seen are short films. Like right. It 12 minutes. You shouldn't make a film based on so a wristwatch. You should make out. a film based on a vision. Yeah. You know? Anyway. I think they could have cut down the fight scenes and expanded the beginning instead of doing yeah. like the I recap agree. thing. They get this movie up on its feet in like three minutes. Yep. And then Almost we have to recap too fast. Yeah, they would have done that. They could have like shown us it instead of like walked us through it and talked us through it. Can I it. blow your mind? Hmm? They did. They cut it all out. What? Yeah. Yeah. The whole how because we, we find her Red family. Sony, the first thing is her dying and then being gifted the the sword arm or yeah. whatever. Yeah, there was a whole what? scene about the the uh, you know how they do the flashback where it's like Gedrin shows up, says some shit, yeah. she gets hit. That was a filmed scene, and they cut it all out and did it in flashback horse shit. to get the movie up and running. Before we get too far away, and before I forget, I would like to point out a couple of things about this movie as well. So shot in color. Shot. It was shot in color. <laughs> 
it is it it's not silent it is a sound there's is a talking sound. it's a talking it's picture. a talkie talkies no but uh when you can ask bird about this too when the red sonia logo comes oh, up dude. you know and it's kind of wavery and then the music starts the first thing i thought was just based on red sonia just based on that title card i was like i turned to bird and i was like this this looks like a spaghetti is western. Is this a Maricone Morricone score? Yeah, this it is, is right? Ennio yeah. Morricone score. I thought I saw that name. I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and then Bird started pointing out in the opening credits. She's like, most of these are Italian names. We didn't research that at all. Should we I take d- a quick peeky? Yeah, take a yeah, quick yeah, yeah. take a quick peek. But I I have a theory. I think I'm calling this film a spaghetti uh, a sword a sp- and spaghetti movie. I think this is a spaghetti western, but a fantasy film. It's got a Morricone score. The title card looks like the fucking title card to like the uh, it uh, does like a fistful of dollars yeah. Yeah, or yeah, High yeah. Plains Drifter or any of those Clint Eastwood movies, and then you get the Morricone score and horses riding and, around and a bunch of horses. Yeah, if you gave Red Sonia a six shooter, this would be a spaghetti western. Fuck yeah! I man. know it's why I fucking love this shit so much. Spaghetti and sorcery, Sp- uh, sword and spaghetti. I call sword, it sword and spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti and sorcery is pretty awesome too. Though. <laughs> Dude, and can we talk about how good the Morricone score is? It's really good, dude. Some of the I love the music in the first two Conans, and I think it might be more thematically suited to the right. Conan universe. But I love this. Morricone's scores are just vast and sweeping and incredible. Yeah. But he he writes music for people riding horses better than anybody ever in the history of composition. Well, shit, Carl, that might be why I like it because we're introduced to the Morricone score on horseback, on horseback. and you're like. Dun, yes, dun, 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 dun. Yes, you yes, almost yes. want to see Red Sonia pull it out, and you hear like "wah wah wah." You know, Seriously, she pulls though, the yes. sword out, you know. And then, I need more close-ups of just eyes, macro shots. What I want, yes, eyes. dude. Like Schwarzenegger, like moves his sword in front of his face, and then we cut to Red Sonia, and she slowly yes. draws the blade out, and you hear. I'm we in. need a third one will come up so that we have that whole Mexican stand. <laughs> oh, do the Once Upon a Time in Mexico where we get oh, 10 minutes yes. of people just looking at each other. <laughs> That's Dude. the beginning of Once Upon a Time. Fuck, in yes it is. Once Upon a Time in the West. Actually, the the Sergio Leone flick with like. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I meant right. Once Upon a Time in, in the, the West. In the train station where yeah. it's just people stare like staring at each other for right. 10 minutes. I do also like Once Upon a Time in Mexico, too, so, though. That's a great film. Rodriguez is great. Is so. it made in Italy? Yes, it is. Okay. And the videographer or the cinematographer is Italian as well. <laughs> Boom! It is, this is officially a sword and spaghetti film. Double high five. Uh, Fuck yeah. I love Red I'm Sonia. This on my, it's going to live right next to my uh, Clint Eastwood movies yeah yeah you'll have your conan movies over here and then it'll be like the clint eastwood man with no name trilogy with red Red sonia Sonia right right in the the middle middle. this is the fourth in the man with no name trilogy (laughs) (laughs) you know if you think about it these two genres could mesh really easily kung fu western and high adventure i just started writing all blend together so Mm -hmm. super well Mm. Mm -hmm. sukiyaki western django fucking yes dude (laughs) i mean yeah it's been it's been done. Yeah. Damn it! And spoilers, I hear the Mandalorian is like a Western in the Star Wars universe. Look, so. I'm going to be real. I know some people are like, oh, no, I'm tired of this Disney thing. I will go. And I actually, ha- well, I haven't seen. You guys come over whenever you want because we got Disney+. Plus. Anyway. Did you? Ooh. Look at you paying for streaming services and uh, fueling gre- capitalist corporate greed. No, I'm kidding. Star I'm Wars, kidding. Marvel, I know, dude. National Geographic. Do you still have <gasps> oh, Netflix National or did you get rid of it? Yeah, we still have it for... I'm going to get rid of it, but... Because all, the, all the shows that are worth a shit on Netflix now are going over to their actual parent 
yeah. streaming services. Now. Right. All the Marvel Star Wars shit's, shit's going to be off. Dude, people. Disney Plus. Oh, I keep, there are some good Netflix originals, though. There are. There are good Netflix originals, but I feel a like lot of those the... are dime a dozen now. They used to be like cool and unique and whatever. I feel like they're just cranking shit out now. Can I sound like a hipster? And you yeah. feel free to laugh. Feel free. I uh-huh. Bird laughs at me all the time. Um, I think that television started becoming better than film around the era of like because think about it breaking bad yeah mad men amc fuck yeah the walking dead early seasons the later seasons are kind of falling off. i know what you're saying but dude there was a the first five seasons of mad Men. renaissance of television was becoming like high art you could turn on tv and watch utterly captivating in impeccably written television you could argue that shows like jake and the fat man and uh miami um vice Mm -hmm. like as a michael mann uh, written yeah, directed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they have some 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 weight, and the storylines are really unique and interesting and smart. Michael Mann, he did Collateral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's awesome. So, but that that's also like a villain of the week. There was no real like storyline. We don't have these sweeping epics. It's still night and day. As yeah. good as Miami Vice is. Yeah. Like a Michael Mann brainchild. Right. Right. Or Jake and the Fat Man, or any of those kind of shows. Like. So much better. Yeah, TV's we, getting you, better you, and better and better. You can't stack anything up against Breaking Bad. I know we're going on a tangent. That's but fine. I've never, I've never actually never watched Breaking Bad. I didn't even make it, it through season one. It is the best fucking television. My brother still says the same I've thing, and I swear to God, I will just, watch it I'm one just day. Waiting for the next thing. But here's to, what to to like. Bird doesn't it. like it because she doesn't like uncomfortable moments. The whole move, the whole it's show. It's all is uncomfortable, uncomfortable moments. moments. So it's not for Bird. It is for me. I thought it was genius when I was watching it. I just couldn't watch it because Bird's always home. And she's re- like, turn it off, turn it they off. They just released just El Camino, like which is the the movie that happens right after. So yeah, what really I've hard. been doing Good. lately is because Bird and I canceled Netflix. We never had Hulu. I do have one streaming service, but my parents got it for me for my birthday, so I don't pay awesome. for streaming. I go through the library, and the fucking weirdest thing happened. I thought I was going to watch – we do – okay, we watch one modern show, Riverdale. I think Riverdale mm. is, like, one of the best things I've ever seen. But other than that, I go to the library, and we were like, oh, we were getting Archer DVDs and Riverdale DVDs. And then I started – because it's there are all the TVs it's in one spot. There. And I'm looking through it, and I was like, huh, I wonder what that is. And what we're deep into right now is Penn and Teller's bullshit. We watched Tales of the Gold Monkey. We watched Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. Magnum P.I. And what I'm discovering is I really dig 80s and like weird cable TV 90s television shows. And I saying that, I feel like... Yeah, dude, I don't download anything. I get my music on vinyl. Like, <laughs> right, I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I'm throwing, doing like, but Penn and Teller, have you ever watched bullshit? I have five seasons of it. I think all of it, yeah. Whew. Okay, the other night, it, it was the last, it was, I, it was the last of my week. There's only like 10% of it that I'm like, you guys are full of shit. But the rest of it, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. Bird and I watching the show are like, well, I don't know about that. And then what I realize is. We're just mad because they're dis- they're dismantling our sacred cow in front of us. Yes, they sure are. The, the hardest episode for me to watch so far was recycling, because yeah. I was like, it takes more energy to, to recycle. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of stuff is not actually very recycled. It costs more to I'd, recycle. I'd like yeah. to dig back into it in 2019. Yeah, because no, I, I think the techniques think have gotten we better. Need to get better at what we're doing, but I think dude, recycling is a right choice. On Penn and yes. Teller, but we, we need to get better at how yeah. we do Penn and it. Teller on television. This is a Showtime television yeah. show. On television, we have so far seen countless, countless penises, vaginas. We saw dead bodies. We've watched, Bert and I watched, this was the hardest thing I've ever seen. I, I 
it was it was fucked up it got fucked up but i'm glad that it was a great episode but we watched five circumcisions oh yeah they showed circumcisions on television this is the bravest show i've ever watched it's incredible ever like Mm -hmm. period we watched cremations (laughs) we've seen uh, it's fucked though they will show you is that a beard hair no it came off of my head sorry (laughs) Sorry, Bert had like a long what? white hair hanging out. You stole my chin. one luscious beard hair. No, it wasn't wiry, so it wasn't your beard <sighs> They're hair. They're lucky if they come out Pride of a mole. Joy. That's tr- ha- uh, a hairy mole is a the happy hairy mole. Hairy mole is a happy mole. I'm sorry, I've utterly derailed us okay. with with television. You are talk. the editor. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I liked yeah, I it. I think it was a good. Break. All right, so let's start at the beginning. Let's jump at the beginning of this movie. Hello, fire, my old friend. <laughs> Two things about this: the fire thing, because yeah. we start with the burning house, yes. right? One, that is a genius match cut. The house is burning, it collapses, and the, sh- the, the silhouette, that it, because it's burning in the night, you kind of see the fire, but the mm-hmm. house is black. The silhouette formed by the collapsing, burning house, and then they fade to Red Sonia laying on the ground. They mm. match cut a burning house and a human body, because she's laying in the position... The and she is, of the, house. Of the, she house is, is the burning house. Yeah, she is. She, yes. Because they faded in. It's Red Sonia on fire, but it's also her childhood home. It's one of the most genius things in a weird kind of schlocky Italian 1985 film I've ever seen. There is some amazing cinematography yes. in this film. It re- there really is. Now, let's address That's the sad. problematic elephant in the room. The whole... Okay, okay the plot of this film. Pick okay. a thing, We We, we gotta say it. We gotta say it. The bad guy is bad because she's a lesbian. Yep. Well, she, well, the bad guy is bad because she's transgendered. Gedrin? Gedrin? She says, you can't touch it, you're a man. Yeah. At the end. Who? So the queen. At the end, when they're having right. their fight, yeah. the queen and Red Sonia, mm-hmm. she says uh, that you're a... I have it written down. She says, you're a man. If you touch it, it will kill you. To who? To the queen. That what? she's fighting at the end. Oh, no. I think she Get, says it to the guys as she's sneaking yeah, she's, in. Yeah, she says it to Arnold. Am I getting the other movie confused? No. I don't know. You're you're mixing up, though, because Gedrin touches the idol several times. She, yeah, she does. I don't know. She said something weird. At the beginning of the movie, at the here's, here's the big a, problem. I even have like a question about it, too. There's a Sorry, huge, I must have heard a, a line wrong at the end. No, like, oh, that's an interesting that, 1980s That line is switch. in there. Right. She says, she goes, remember, you can't touch it, you're a man, but she's talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Falcon. Oh, yeah. I thought she was talking to her. That's no. okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, the line's in I there. I thought yeah. she was di- like directing that to the queen, and I was no. like, wow, that's a... That's a choice. Right. No, she's talking she's talking to her male compatriots. Oh my god. But but that I doesn't feel like an idiot. No, now, you're but... fine, because that doesn't make Gedrin Gedrin is not any less problematic. At the no, beginning she's of super the film. Problematic. Yeah, with the with well the voiceover says when uh uh Queen the mad queen Gedrin came to Red Sonia's house and desired her for herself. Yes. We see later that Gedrin has female concubines. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Gedrin is a lesbian. Red Sonia won't go with Gedrin because she's disgusted by Gedrin's lesbianism. Yeah. yeah. Pulls a weapon off of her saddle and assaults her because she is disgusted by this lesbian. That is the plot of this movie. That is very troubling. Not what? that Gedrin's not a bad guy. No, Gedrin is a right. fucking villain for but sure. But not because she's a lesbian. But not because she... Right. But this is this is a movie trope we can talk about. This is that 1985 thing where how do you know the bad guy's bad because they're homosexual. Right. Yeah. That's a thing. This makes... Okay, so... Spe- 80s and early 90s are weird. I, uh, Danielle and I just watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and mm-hmm. Bogus Journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Several times in both movies, in order to tell... They use fag a lot. Yeah. 
Like oh. Bill and Ted, like fag. And we're like, whoa. It's it weird. We weird. And but like, so you go back to the eighties, and your villain <clears throat> lesbianism is disgusting. Right. That's such a. We are not that far sitting in twenty nineteen. Uh, how about two thousand two, dude? Where's my yeah. car? <gasps> that movie is unwatchable. Yeah, because there's so it's it. That I movie watched is it. I remember watching it and laughing. Homophobia. And then I can't even get through the first fucking twenty minutes of it. We watched it with. Uh, we yeah. watched it, and then as a palate cleanser, we watched Idiocracy because it's really offensive. Yeah, and it, it maybe I'm maybe I'm different. Maybe you guys think differently, but the reason that Dude Where's My Car is so offensive to me, and Bill and I've never seen I've seen like the first ten minutes of Bill and sure. Ted, but movies from '85 that say fag or homo or have gay characters who are bad because they're gay. Or 1960 or 1950, those films bother me less than Dude Where's My Car because in 2002 you should they fucking know better. Know better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should be past this in 2002. We're smarter now. We should let's show it. That's right. yeah. It's not. That's not the jokes I want to see. And look, it, you, but it is. It's for me. It's time capsule. If yeah, I'm watching no, no, 1970, no, exactly. I didn't get offended when I'm watching. But it was just like my brain's like different, interesting, different time. Yeah, it's the hmm. Mark Twain effect. I've changed too. Right, mm-hmm. but right? if, if like, you wrote if you wrote a book today that would if if Tom Sawyer was written today, you're like Jesus Christ, what white nationalist wrote this <laughs> well, shit? Well, Quentin Tarantino would write it because he can get it around. right. But Quentin Tarantino does it as commentary. True. Whereas you know, like back in the day, Mark, Mark Twain Twain's was insane. Mark Twain was actually being progressive right. back in the day because Jim, the character of Jim in that book, is a hero right he's like one of the first black protagonists in any work of fiction and people are like this book is racist i'm like this book is are you kidding me this book started to change our country mm-hmm. for the better fuck all of you well disney <laughs> wouldn't have in his original park an entire boat called the mark twain right <laughs> anyways so all right so first first problem <laughs> gedron is evil because gedron's a lesbian yeah that's a problem second Gedrin, because Red Sonia won't go and fuck her, Gedrin has all of her male soldiers gang rape Red Sonia. Mm-hmm. That's how this movie starts. You're an evil lesbian. I don't like lesbians. I'm going to attack you. Oh, you've attacked me. I'm now going to order my men to gang rape you. This is yep. a PG-13 film. Uh, yeah. This is a PG-13 with three decapitations, one dismemberment, several disembowelings, and several naked breasts. This There's is the more hardest. More than a couple PG- of nip slips. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't think they figured out the actual like dude, are, difference. They didn't know what PG-13 no. meant yet. They were just like PG-13, I guess. Red Dawn did it. So, calls, but like the first time we meet Red Sonia, we see her nipple. Like, yeah, it's fully out. It's all the way out. She gets up off the ground and her nipples out. Yep. And you're like, PG-13, huh. I guess. I guess it's like, fuck. You get one in you a PG-13. More. Oh, wait, there's more? <laughs> and a decapitation. And, oh, yeah. wow, this is an NC-17 PG-13. <laughs> um, which I like, honestly. I like a, I like an edgy PG. I like PG that this one is edgier. Or an edgy PG. We get the yeah. good blood splurt. We get heads doing cartwheels in the air dude the decapitations are so fun that heads not only heads spinning but like goofy sound effects when they hit the ground whereas in Con- the first conan movie you get that like clunk and it's kind of disturbing yeah. these ones are like sh-boosh. <laughs> you're like what? i cut his head off and you're like yes, you, <laughs> yeah, did. you cut his head off and wrung out a sponge <laughs> at the same time that's what's happening here um his head was made of sponge now 
I love the goopy, bloody gore in this movie, Mm -hmm. but because we're recording two episodes today, I'm going to give listeners a little preview. There are no juicier bodies. I'm sorry. I did steal that term from Bird, but there are no juicier bodies than the next film we're going to talk about. Joyful uh, goo. Dude. Oh, yeah. Goo bags the sake of goo. They're like, does that look realistic to you? And they're like, no. Let's get more. 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 We have to shoot that again, but twice as much. (laughs) It's like Tarantino in in Django and Jane. So much Welch's strawberry jam. (laughs) (laughs) And corn syrup. Corn syrup. syrup. Oh, my God. They had to to start a farm. Well, even this movie is... They had to start a raspberry farm. Yeah, they they had to grow their own raspberries. They're like, we can't source enough, guys. We got to start producing. Um... So Red Sonia, I, I this is another thing I like, which is kind of explaining how Red Sonia is going to be able to physically, not just through technique, but physical through physical strength, go toe to toe with characters that are like three times her like size. Calador. Calador. Later. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, she's gonna fight not Calid- Conan. Hashtag not Conan. Not Conan. Yeah, not my Conan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not my Conan. No, he totally is. Honestly, like. So when she, we we get like a weird angel who shows up. Yeah, yeah. the mystery angel of I give you uh, sword arm, God arm. Sword sword arm, yeah. Sword she, arm. So she's like Red Sonia, wake up! Hey, wake up! I know like a bunch of weird kind of controversial shit just happened. <laughs> yeah, to you. you're probably feeling a little like God, you're bummed. I can tell you're bummed, but you gotta be. You need to if you're gonna be like wake this up, champion. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Yeah. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake and Red up. Sonya's like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I'm up. Right. I'm up. What do you Where's fucking want? On his fucker? <laughs> and the angel's like, so you got to have like the strongest sword arm ever. So, ta-da. Make me look lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to look like Lady a in the water? big Yeah, you're going to look like a 17-year-old teenage boy. <laughs> right. But, but like, mm. so she's like, she gives Red Sonya basically super strength. Yes. And there you go. Yeah. I, I love this one. Body runs hotter, too. It probably, dude. Your metabolism. I love your up. shirt. What is oh, it? Oh, thank you. Yep. The Overlook, the Overlook Hotel. Hotel. <gasps> that is great, dude. Yep. That is so I bought awesome. Bought a dozen nerd shirts. They were six dollars a piece online. Where'd you with get free them? shipping? I forget. What? It's like, so I'll, I'll get it to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Send me the link because yeah, that's a yeah. killer shirt. <laughs> Wait till you see the rest of them. So um, can I can I read the quote because I wrote it down. I loved it so. Oh much. yeah, r- rock and roll. Your sword arm must have no equal. What a fucking line, man. Yeah. There are a couple nuggets of gold in here. Your there are. sword arm must have no equal. Well, one of my favorite... It's incredible. It's incredible. One of my favorite things is when... So the, we, we have to be... Intru- so we've been introduced to Red Sonia. I think the whole intro took like 10 troubling seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to some more gorgeous cinematography when we go to the like the priest or the priest castle yeah wait, yeah, 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 yeah we do this hey, doesn't the film start with arnold like riding a horse yes yeah he's riding towards the the castle because he's supposed to be there while they do the talisman <laughs> right. ceiling because... right kind of weird well no it, it makes sense to me because we need to connect him with the talisman so we can otherwise hide, there's no right, right we can hide that information i mean need... it's just weird that the film would open not on the titular character you know it's kind of weird right doesn't no, it, it doesn't open with the fire i don't think it, it does. opens with the fire does it no i think i think bird's right i think i it, think the credit I think it rolls starts over with the... schwartzy right because he gets it does, to the bridge because right, we get our our, the our absolutely right. gorgeous scenery and the back. bridge is out so he has to go the long way around and that's why he's late for the talisman destruction ritual thing right so there's a talisman this whole movie kind of s- circles around basically a jackfruit <laughs> 
So <laughs> it's what it looks like. I'm not wrong, right? Glowy green jackfruit. It's yeah. a gl- so there's a glowing green jackfruit like the size of a basketball, and this is the talisman. And I fucking love it because the glowy green effect is... Yeah, all of this is before we meet Red Sonia. Yeah. Because my no. note for that no, no, is no. way down here about sword making, put it in me. No, we movie. meet... What? <laughs> no, we Because I think they're doing sword making. We meet Sonia way before... Oh, um, I don't know. My so, weird. So we meet Sonia, Ennio Morricone score. Um, there's the title card. And then we get the talisman. I'm, yeah, because the... Yeah. So we get the talisman and we get this beautiful bird's eye view of this ritual oh my god that shot it's with the swords going in and yes, the swords coming so out good. oh my god so well choreographed it was dude. like it's like watching synchronized swimming or something i yeah. the way that i thought of it is it's like Ballet. watching a reticulating flower in time lapse you know what i mean yeah where they're all they like all the yeah the swords mm-hmm. interweave and it's all done just with a bird's eye view of really tight choreography. It's really cool. It looks great. So they're like, all right, we're going to uh, de- we have to destroy this talisman because every time or the longer the talisman sits in the light, the, the more, more power powerful it, it becomes. And they never really actually define what its powers are. They or what say it that does. it has the ability to make worlds, and then it makes people go away if they're a dude. Yeah, if you're a guy and you touch it, you just vanish. Boy, you get vaporized. Everything on you gets vaporized. The whole just gone. Uh, Touch it, okay? All right, and stop all the cameras. Scurry out of screen. Right. Roll the cameras again. He literally just vanishes. It's I like it. His bones turn green first. That is true. Oh yeah, he gets a little green, and he's gone, (laughs) and he just winks out of existence. Um. So we see these. the, The priestess basically says, like, okay, and I like that they talk to. I don't know who it's. It's like a god. I think it might be God. Yeah. It might be like because I, I don't think they can say Crom or anything like no, that. I don't think so. But they're ta- that's what who they're talking to is they're talking to like the these a, higher gods. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, okay, we gotta. This thing has been sitting in the light. We're about, and then we find out that the talisman is thirteen days of light exposure away from destroying the world. Yes. That's all you need to know, people. That's, that's all it. you need to know. So they're going to cover it in basically like a black sarcophagus and then drop it down a well. And seal it forever. And seal it forever so it'll be hidden away from the light for all of time. And there's no way to get in there once they pull that out. Like, yep. you're done. Yep. Sealed. Once that sarcophagus is closed, the world is safe. But, oh, no. Here comes. <laughs> well, wait. Here, here come the black hats. They are very, they, you can't, okay, so you're not going to mistake them for for the good guys. No, because they all look evil. Yes. They've all got like the I'm evil scar <laughs> and like one of them's wearing like I'm evil and I've got this stupid t-shirt. They all have just a little bit too much spittle on their face. Their teeth are all sharp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's That's just, the next one. <laughs> oh yeah, you can all you can all tell that like and they're in black. That's how, that's yes. all you need to know. And the priestesses are all in guess what? White. White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I love that these priestesses are like hardcore warrior Do they priestesses. Hold their own for the first wave, they fight off. Yeah, they they win the first fight, yep. and then and then there's like ten thousand more. Yeah, there's more, so, so they can't. Fuck. I like but the I ninja like star they toehold though. They don't fucking give up. They're like. What, that first wave is fucked. What do you think they of nin- throw bitches out the window? Ninja star priestesses or priestesses. Nice, I have a, nice shot, bud. Yeah, you get that evil evil Little. dude climbs to the top of the. It's like an observatory, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. So he climbs but to he the... But he throws that thing like a thousand yards. Like a Frisbee, too. Yeah. Not like a Naruto like, shuriken, no, but just... like, here we go. All right. Hey, hey, Jim, I'm going to throw this across the quad. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> like they're Frisbee golfing. Yeah. And the thing is like like the size of... Not big. No, it's... it's What's this thing like that big? 
Can you think of something? Mini disc? Pager? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's it's like a. Why sun- did we both pick like sad uh, archaic so technologies? God, <laughs> it's a little smaller than a CD. There you go. Right there it is. A, a pager, a mini disc, <laughs> uh, a daguerreotype. Like I don't know what. Floppy disk. A floppy. It's actually that's not far actually. Off. It's pretty yeah. close to like the. Like it's in between a floppy and a big floppy. All <laughs> floppy and big floppy. That's yeah, season that's three season when we three. do porn. <laughs> but so he throws the mini disc at the priestess. And did you notice it sticks into her into like into the armor? I'd say, I'd say yeah, like a quarter of an sticks inch. Sticks into her sternum. And she dies. Boink. She dies right she away. Bleh. Boy, she dies. Hard. And she bleeds all over herself. That mini disc. She's like covered in blood. This movie had a big blood budget, and they didn't want to. They a didn't want to have any a budget, dude. The budget. I want on, a budget. Okay, that yeah, is right. the new official term. <laughs> we for, need. We need more money in our budget. Yeah. Okay. So look, this film's gonna cost six thousand dollars to make, and fifty five hundred as a budget, and then the rest <laughs> is, the rest is legal fees from when Schwarzenegger sues us from <laughs> for making him the star of a movie he was only supposed to be in for like a minute. God damn it. <laughs> so. There's this odd dude. The fight scenes are in this movie are really good. Yeah, they are. Except when they get too long. That was yep. That's the only argument. Because that like fighting off the first wave, and there's a cool moment when you realize, wait, there's more. There's more priestesses left than there are bad guys. Yes. They're kicking the ass, and then the second wave comes in, and they slaughter those priestesses. Yeah. They take a, two prisoners. It's kind of disturbing actually when they chuck them in the pit. That and uh, you can hear them screaming yeah. while the. That was fucked up. And the key gets dropped down the hole with them. Dude, the scream when they fall. Yeah, because then they're screaming because you know their legs are broken and their arms are shattered. Yeah, it's like Conan the Barbarian when that girl breaks her legs and she's down in the pit and she's screaming. so disturbing. She's screaming partly because the snake is dead and partly because her pelvis is shattered. Yeah. And she's like in agony. Fucked up. And you're going to just die in that hole slowly slow with broken legs i think that these scream these are nora manning screams yeah these are i spit on your grave patron exclusive episode screams yeah like these are well they it affected i mean i was feeling very uncomfortable and and the i was trying to figure out because they when they throw the at the end but okay basically what happens is our our evil lesbian comes in and she's like hey (laughs) all This is my talisman. Right. And everyone's like, oh, she's so evil because of her fashion sense. I hate this. But she, she she has a guy touch the talisman. He vanishes. And then a woman touches the talisman. She goes, ha, it's true. It's no. like her girlfriend. Yeah. It's person. One, of, one of her concubines. One of her, yeah. One of, it's the same woman who's hanging out by her throne later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's her side, her side piece. piece. Oh, my God. So her, her side piece touches the talisman and is fine. So she's like, ha, it's true. Let me build the world. Only women can touch the talisman. There are no men who can touch the talisman. And in 13 days... Dude, this movie lays our rules yeah, out. Yeah, like, we know what we're in for now. I like it. You know, you know. You're like, these are the rules of the game, and now we're playing. Awesome. It's like mm. a new D&D campaign. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, they grab the talisman and throw the prisoners down the hole. And as they're leaving, you hear, peop- you hear these... Bird was... Me and Bird were f- trying to figure out whether... I'm like, are those... Are the sex sounds? Where is that noise coming from? And then you realize it's not a bottomless pit. Right. It's like 30 feet deep, and they're moaning in pain. Yeah, because you don't realize it right away. No. You're a little too sexy, though. There was a couple of moments of, ah. They're, yeah, when they're they're down there, and they're like, my legs are so broken. <laughs> and you're like, okay, right. I, what are you guys mm. doing down there? 
They're like, well, these are our last moments on Earth. Right. So. <laughs> I want to die happy. Yeah, scissor me. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, but then they. The, you can see her with broken legs, right? The scissor party oh, stops once sorry. the fucking. That was gross, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but when the lid starts closing, they're like, what? And they start screaming, and the lid is so slow. Dude, oh it's God. if it's agonizingly slow. It's kind of disturbing, actually. Yeah, it's honestly. very disturbing. It messed with me a little bit. Not um, as disturbing, disturbing as, I swear to God, the the main guard dude, that's like her main guard person, the wait. bad the bad woman's, like the one that ends up fighting the kid at the end. Oh, the spider. He oh spite the spider. He always has ju- just drool coming out of a his little face. spit. So he is the spider. I think so. Yeah. Because the the kids the the, the, calls the prince the calls him the spider. He's like, you're the spider at the queen's side. I think, yeah. and he's a magic user. There's like a weird magician. It's not actually very clear, to be honest. Right. How would the kid know? He's only seeing him as a. Nope. He's remember his town. His city got destroyed by this woman by and them. her army. Yeah. So maybe he saw some shit. You can. Rec- it's like you know Kylo Ren when you see him. Yeah. Yeah. Not Even if he's not in he's- costume. Fair enough. Yeah, touche. I don't know. Maybe he saw something. Maybe this guy's not the spider and the kid's just insulting the guy. But I'm going to, in my head, the I queen's right-hand man is the, giant is the giant spider, yeah. and he magically transforms between the two. Giant spider was pretty I wanted sweet. more giant spider. So did yeah. I. That was really cool. It's like a spider the size of like a Newfoundland. <laughs> got a weird laboratory in there. Uh, yeah, the wizard's sitting with his <laughs> right chemistry set. He's got room. beakers and happening? Bunsen burners. And they're like, are you doing steam TV? Steam TV. Steam TV is great. But I, I like when we look over at the wizard and everyone, no one seems to be sure whether he's doing magic or whether, you know, like, uh, okay, are you doing, are you doing sorcery? Are you doing spells? Or, and he's like. Oh, uh, no, no. I'm mixing drinks. Uh, yeah, I'm making... You guys want something? Because I'm doing Perno and water. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're martini, right? Gin or vodka? Uh, oh, okay, Smirnoff. Yeah, Smirnoff. Um, so the next thing we see is this beautiful... We see Red Sonia learning swordplay. I love the way they shoot it, too. Like, over her left shoulder. They don't show us her right away. They just show us her, like, technique. Right. We see all we... We get basically, like, the call of duty shot. You know, that first person sword fighting. (laughs) It's not quite POV. Yeah. But But close. close. And we see... Basically, we see a swordsman using a big broadsword kicking ass. Mm -hmm. Um, She's... It's all... Like in the first Conan movie. uh, uh, Spoilers. It ends up being Sonya. Sonya is learning... Uh, I'm sorry. They all call her Red Sonia. Everyone calls oh my God, her Red so Sonia. So annoying. So Red Sonia's learning swordplay from Asians. Maybe we have to establish that she's Red, red Sonia, Sonia and not just some other not, Sonia with red hair. Yeah, not some basic Sonia, you know, with times. her Ugg boots and boat season. <laughs> this is Red Sonia, the badass. But so there's this like samurai-looking dude who's trying to hold his it's own. It's kind of racist. It is, yeah. That that she learns her her. That everybody learns, seems to learn sword whatever from some using sort the of term Asian using the terminology person. of the time period of the time period. She learns the art of war from the Orient. Orient. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little yeah. There you go. It's it's enough, but you can gloss it because in Conan the Barbarian, it's not. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me in this, but I can see how some people they, would they be don't like, make it like overtly like the Orient. Right. No, right, right. he's just like a sword master. Yeah, it yeah. is all like Asian people who are teaching her swordplay, and she's kicking ass. And uh, then we cut to the you know the guy falls on the ground and his sword is stuffed in his face, and he you know yields. And then they cut to the reverse, and it's Red Sonia with the sun behind her, and you're like. 
I guess the reveal was supposed to be like, oh, what? A woman, a woman with right. a sword. But you know the whole time because duh. Yeah, of course right. it's going to be her. But also, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's such an epic shot, that worm's eye view. She's got that big sword like down in his face. There's fucking like shrieking eagles in the background and day lightning and the American flag falls. <laughs> it's killer, dude. It's super. It's, it's super epic. lightning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and I, Bird had a good question. Are these... The same people who trained Conan and Conan the Barbarian? Are I they meant so. to be? Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of similarity there. They're, like, meant to be the absolute best These sword are the people that you send your warriors to. That is the school and actually, for gifted children. That, that is the X-Mansion. That was my explanation oh. for how, for why Conan and Red Sonja are utterly evenly matched. Because yeah, they, they have the same style. They have the same style. They went to the same school, and they were both top pupils. So everything they each know everything the other person knows conan is he's got his own like crom i'm super badass and she's got angel blessing sword arm so they're perfectly evenly matched love that that was my explanation for it um also angel helps her pick out the sword i liked it i liked it i just like meh well, I thought we were getting Peaceful. sword making. I was like, oh, sweet, sword making. I, cannot, I love it. Oh, I, no, she just went to a shop. I, I cannot do this alone. Oh, my God. Guide don't. my sword. You make me cry. Guide my sword. Twink. And, yeah. What the fuck? And he falls on the hidden knot. But, yeah, so he, the master stands up and is basically like, you know, you, I have nothing left to teach you. Was honestly. the one going in for a hug? I feel like yeah. he was going in yeah. for a hug. He and was. she was like, well, fuck no. You do so good. Hug you're right. Me. You're right. It's awkward. Yeah. Because I, I don't think he would do that with his male students. I had a bit. Well, no, the one she beat. Oh, right. yeah, you're right. I guess he would yeah. be a teacher because he's high level. But he does. He goes in for a hug and she like flinches back. And then the the big grandmaster is like, Sonia, you must eventually learn to like men. And your hatred of men will be your downfall. Yeah, okay. We we are all aware that there are problematic things in this movie. This is another one of it's them. It's a big elephant. Such a major the, eye roll. It yeah, really is. Because is. The, the Grandmaster's big, like, final parting words to hit the best pupil he's ever had is like, you're going to have to learn to like dick, because if you don't like dick, then you're not going to be a whole person. Yeah. It's fucked up. It is totally fucked up. And then she's like, oh, but I don't have a problem with all men. And sort of like... Almost kind of flirts with him. He's like, I, "Dang it, thirty years ago, babe." Yeah. I, I didn't read it as flirting. I read it oh. as as almost like, "You've been kind to me. I don't dislike you." Right. Like it's not like I'd get on that old D. Right. It's not. It's it, more like, "Hey, well, I like you've right. You've like got a right. Relationship, I I don't but. dislike all men." And he's like, "I would have loved to hear that sixty years ago." And you're like, mm-hmm. "How old are you?" Right. <laughs> One million. He's like, I'm a million years old. You know how much soul training I have You can't do Arnie, but you can do George Takei? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. George Takei is easier than Arnold Schwarzenegger for me. I just don't have the... Yeah, man. It's like, it's an accent and like a speech impediment mixed with like half a buck and a a snail goo. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I can't do Arnie, but George Takei is pretty easy. Um... So he's basically like, okay, you, you can take any sword you want, and the angel calls her over. Did you notice that all the swords are kind of shitty, and then there's this one the fucking like cool super one. excellent sword? You don't need the angel. Just Anyone have her walk in there right. and be like, yeah, these kind of suck. Oh, that one's killer, though. Right? Or Holy shit. That's the only one katanas. not made of wood. Yeah. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, they've all got like Kmart stickers on them and shit, <laughs> right. and there's one that's like. Why you know, is all price to move except for <laughs> 
clearance tags hanging <laughs> off them, and then there's one that's like diamonds in the pommel tags and with shit. the with the clearance price crossed scratched out, out with a new clearance price. And then there's the yellow sticker that's like absolute bottom barrel price. These will be destroyed in the parking lot if we don't get rid of them. <laughs> and then there's the one that's like twice as long as the others and it's covered in gold and gems and yeah. it gives you a blowjob. It says you... not for sale on it. Right. And she's like, that's I, the one you want. I want that one. And the, the grandmaster's like, oh, wow. Uh, Todd, <laughs> did we not fucking talk about hiding the good sword? Okay, look, I did say you could take any one. So, oh. <laughs> Off you go. You yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Hugs, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. He's all pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> so, Kalidor rides up. We got, we did, we jumped over something. One priestess escapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She jumps on a zip line. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> the zip line's the bomb. There's like three, like, this, this is a regular way they get across this. Yeah, and a continuity error, but we don't have to talk well, about it. Well, there's two of them, then four of them. Well, there's two of them, and then we cut back, and there's three. Yeah. And you're like, but didn't she just she use one? one? She took one, and it added an extra <laughs> one on there. So Math she... is weird in, in, in Hyboria or wherever. <laughs> yeah, the... It's the age of high adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and weird math. This is before math, actually. <laughs> you know, like play, like Aristotle and all the all those people and... I don't know any mathematicians. There's weird gravity. I'm glad my dad doesn't listen to the yeah, show because no he's a math teacher <laughs> no. or was a math teacher. So she zip lines across, gets shot in the back, falls basically into Kalidor's arms. Legit, uh, like, yeah. yeah. He's like waiting at the end of the zip line to catch her. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, really quick, I'm dying, but also there's this talisman, and if it doesn't get, the world's going to end. I need to find my out. sister. Her name uh, is. Yeah, Bilsonia. also they like travel for. Whatever. They do. They travel for a bit. Yeah. Well, they have to go find Red Sonia. All right. I, it's, Who's in Asia? This is a in somewhere Oriental land. I think <laughs> I th- it's the Orient, <laughs> yes. probably. But I, I think the way that I saw it, I didn't see her as being in a land populated entirely by Asians, whatever you want to call that in Hyboria. This is like pocket of. Yeah, I thought like that this Chinatown? was like a school. Yeah, yeah, basically like Hyborian Chinatown. Honestly, that's no, how I, I saw it. it. You know, like they Are all. Are they in Epcot? Yes. <laughs> Every hundred. The village feet, of the world, a right? A different, yeah. Like go and experience all the cultures, and there's a corn dog standing. It's hard not to just eat five thousand calories. <laughs> but you know, she's got her like Mickey Mouse hand and stuff. But no, so so this is that movie thing that because this movie is so high fantasy, so matte painting, so 10-hour sword fight, I have no problem with it. No, which is not like, even a little bit. I'm dying. I have only about 10 more hours <laughs> of life in me. <laughs> about four and a half days left in Yeah, me. dude. She's got so much time to seek medical attention or go find a wizard, but instead she's like, I'm, I only have like two or 6,000 breaths left, so we got to go, find, we gotta my go find my sister, Red Sonia. So Kalidar bombs off to the... T- Play, to the uh, the school. Yeah. By the way, would you th- that big jet, giant ass statue in the back? The, the that is ripping cool, dude. I think they built There's that. A, yeah, there are a couple of very large pieces made of foam core. I, I believe Fuck that yeah, look dude. incredible. The giant. I love giant set pieces. The actual giant set pieces yes. are the bomb. Yes. So they're the bomb now. They're the bomb then. It's they're the incredible. bomb it's always. One of my favorite things. You take the time to build it, the and I will out come to that. it. Oh my god! Seriously. <laughs> they're seriously. like, uh, yeah, like when you see the T Rex. At the end of Jurassic Park, and you're like, that's a... That's, that's made a, of rubber and moving pieces. Yeah, there's and, there's people moving levers to make that head turn. And, oh, look, a measuring flicks goosebump moment. Uh, Yep, yeah, me too, but oh. it might be because I'm cold. I don't know. Ah. But uh, 
So he pops over and he's like, he literally gets there and he's like, actually, no, I'm cold. He's like, <laughs> Red Sonia. And he, you, you, can you do it for me, please? Red Sonia. Thank you. So she, t- <laughs> she turns. Actually, and she says Sonia. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, every, every word that comes out of your mouth is better than the one before. So he, Get down here. <laughs> well, he says, he says, your sister's dying. Your sister, oh no, I can't do it because he put the pressure on. Your sister is dying. Yeah, there, that was. Well, I fucked that up now. No, that, someone up. else overdubbed that because yeah. Arnold had already cut his That's contract. Right. <laughs> DT's dying sister. Yeah, that was Dino De Laurentiis yes. doing Schwarzenegger <laughs> in ADR. But he's like, your sister's dying. And Sonia's like, well, shit, okay. Gallop, gallop, gallop. They get to her and she's like, Sonia, I'm dying. You have to go get the talisman. And if they do that thing where it's like, don't speak, we'll get you some help. And. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's like, well, no. I, you realize once I finish ex- expositing, I don't. I'm, I'm useless. I will live as long as it takes for me to as tell long you. As what I have you expositories. <laughs> don't tell me all the exposition, and you could live a long, happy life. So huh. just, just don't say the last line of your sentence. She's like, you only have 13 days to go find the talisman, or else the world will be destroyed. So now, and then just vow of silence, yep, and you you would nope, live forever. Mm-mm. Yep, you could cut. You'd be keep bleeding, of course. Out there's of your a wounds. there's a bit in there. I think there is there's like a, 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 short, like a short like a short film. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and the whole thing is like Rumpelstiltskin trying to get the person to say the last bit of the. Because <laughs> it's a really really important thing. Because it's an important but... thing, but like no, I know if I say it, I'm done. I, I'm yeah, no, I have seen movies. I know, I know how what this happens. Works. It's like tell me what what do Give I need it to, to know? Now. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're making me sad, dude. <laughs> so, so Sonia turns, her sister dies, and Sonia turns around, and at this point, she looks at, at Kalidor, and she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Kalidor the Barbarian. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm not Conan, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm... Kalidor. I'm Conan Alidor the Barbarian from... Don't worry about it, it's fine. I'm a Simmerimerian. <laughs> I'm from Somalia. I'm, super Somali- I'm Somalian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Does anyone have any food? <laughs> He's a pirate. Right. So he goes, he basically goes, quick, we have to burn your sister before some wizard can bring her back. Jesus Christ. Dude, they throw her on a on a pyre. Sonia throws the torch on and she's like, all right, let's peace out. And Calidor's like, do you not want to, do you want to pay your specs or anything? Right, nothing, just out. Okay. That's, that's, I love that. Because Sonia's like, uh, no, did you not hear her? 13 days and I have no fucking idea where this thing even is. Right, we ain't got time, let's go. We gotta go. And then like Bye. weird like storm starts happening. She's like, oh, definitely there. Well, it's awesome. It's like clear <laughs> night, clear skies. And they're like, I have no idea where this thing could be. And they, <laughs> yeah, they turn to the right and there's like a, there's like a thunderstorm happening over half a square mile. <laughs> right, like. You're like, that is a hyper-concentrated thunderstorm. Also, I'm going to use my deductive reasoning. And it's just like 10 strikes of lightning all simultaneously happening. And she's and I love her question. She's like, hey, Ka- hey Conan, Kalidor, what's over there? And he's like, oh, that's the damned city of damnation <laughs> right. and horror and hell. Where it's always night or whatever And he's, she's, yeah, he's like, that's the, <laughs> ci- that's, the, that's the city of eternal night and uh, talisman storage facility. And she's <laughs> like, huh. Huh. Perf. I'm gonna ride in that direction right. and just kind of roll the dice. I think because honestly, that looks pretty promising. Yeah, like a plus five <laughs> to success on anything. So they jump on horses and wah wah wah. Except she like ditches them. She's like bye, Felicia, and just leaves. And she does. And this is what I like about this actually because it comes in. I was worried 
uh-huh. that anytime that Sonia would get into a scrape, that Arnie would be there to save her. It kind of happens, but it also doesn't. I'm I was in exactly the same boat. I called it. I I do think I called the film, and it's still some of the structure still does bother me because at this point he's like, "Let me help you," and she's and like, "She's like, no, fuck off." I don't need the help of any man, and that's when I turned to Bert. I paused the movie and I was like. This movie is going to be a movie about a woman who hates men because she had a bad experience with men. And over the course of the film, she's going to come to realize that not all men are bad and her and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. are going to have sex. And she'll be cured of her hatred of men. Yeah. This is a this is a plot of many, <sighs> yeah. many movies. It's problematic. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the taming of the shrew. Yes. Is oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10 things I hate about you. Yep. I don't like boys. I don't like men. I read the bell jar by the window. Oh, look, here comes Heath Ledger. I'm right, 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 right. really bad. That was just me speaking for myself. <laughs> I, mean. I mean, the table. <laughs> but I think that they do it in a way where it, it's not as painful as it could have been. I like or eye rolling. I like how they been. earn each other's mutual Me respect. Me too. I mean, I'm speaking as from a, I mean, a white male. Like, I think I don't they know hit that I'm a strong, a, independent woman thing a little hard. A little hard. Well, they had to. It's 1984. There's no other. A five. A five. Whatever. Still, People are yeah, stupid. Yeah. They have no idea what subtlety is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, they do that in other movies with other topics in the like 70s and 80s, where they just hit you over the head with it. Like this is our point. This is the thing that we're trying to make. We're not going to leave <laughs> no. Leave the audience with any like no doubt. <laughs> no doubt at single. all that this is what we're trying to say. They're like so red it's almost like turn to camera like I don't like men, but this man has some interesting qualities that we will explore. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, so they gallop to this just totally decimated city. And there's this little bastard. He does fuck off, right? He just yeah, he's like, just like Bye, all right. Yeah, he just angels her a he little bit. He follows her. Yeah, well, he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he lets her go, and then follows her at a distance because he knows that someday she's gonna. It's also himself. sort of his job to do that. And, yeah, because he right. yeah, he's he supposed to be later. protecting the talisman, yeah. and which is a cool way to to make that less problematic. Which exactly, is, the talisman is aware. That shows awareness. Yeah, he's the least, he's right? the high lord. This is his responsibility. Right. Yeah. He's not just like, oh, she's a girl, she can't do it. So he's actually it's being like kind of cool his, about it. Because so rather than going and like, lets her, not lets her, but she gets into scrapes and holds her own. It's not like he swoops in. To save the woman every time. He does. Well, it happens the one we'll, time. We'll talk about it in that in one second, but I was just thinking about the Twice. dynamic. Two times? Twice, yeah. Well, there's this cool dynamic where he could, he actually in this case could legitimately say, I'm the High Lord in charge of that talisman. This is my responsibility. Right. So if there's going to be a quest, I'm inviting myself along. Right. His claim is more legitimate than hers. Her claim is just like somebody killed my sister. I want revenge, and she tasked me with He's this talisman. He's actually been tasked. With He's the essentially the, of the owner talisman. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but rather than rather than getting all shitty and mansplaining why say, he's just, allowed, he he's like, okay, you go do your quest. But he also pursues his responsibilities. But he's not being well. like, oh, you go do your little quest. I don't think it's like that. Where he's like, oh, I'll let the. He woman could have been a thing. total chauvinist about right. it, but he wasn't. Right. He's like, I will give you your space to do your quest. I'm gonna. That's my read as a 42 white male. What's the read from a? Not I liked it. 42. <laughs> I mean, don't qualify your opinions. We don't, I'm sorry. I mean, do, I know. I, I, the only reason I say that is it's, hard, it's hard not to in the society, in the, in the atmosphere that we live in. For the two years we've been doing this show, I've been, do, we've done, actually, Bird, welcome, because I want your input on this as well. For the two years we've been doing this show, I have no pressure. repeatedly done that. We, I mean, the, we caveat, not caveat mm, so much as we, yeah, we do. We caveat. Yeah. We, 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 
preface our opinions by saying like and straw I dogs is being the worst yeah like i understand that, that because it's 2019 my opinions as this person that i am are not valid no we're humans we have opinions our opinions are as valid as any other fucking humans on this planet and I re- i'm gonna try and stop saying like now i say this as blah 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 it's just ideas it's just sounds right. coming out of my mouth and if you disagree with them, that's cool. I don't give a shit. And if you think I shouldn't have those opinions, then fuck you, because I can have whatever opinions I want. And if they trouble you, then grow up. <laughs> How <laughs> about enough. that? Yeah. Sorry. And and that's I swear I'm off my soapbox now. And I won't and if you want to keep doing it, Carl, I have no problem with that. I just have been irked by that recently, and I'm I had to say something. What do you what are your opinions on that, Boo? Oh boy. Um I don't think you guys should have to qualify what you're saying. I think you're both great people and you're both open to learning and developing and changing your opinions and and we're aware that's yeah i think you're aware of where you stand uh, i get why you feel like you would need to qualify everything um especially since um people don't listen to the episodes you know in order from the very beginning yeah a you lot know, of times they just listen right. to the movies they saw choose. yeah yeah so somebody might come in to, and listen to this episode and not have listened to any of your other episodes and right. Fair enough. wouldn't have that knowledge that you guys are like legit dudes. <laughs> legit <laughs> dudes. Thank you. Legit dudes. <laughs> Carl Hartley. Legit dude. Can we, so <laughs> I'll give you a business card. <laughs> Thank you. Do you wanna, <laughs> we'll put that. Yeah. We'll put that on the back of all of them. <laughs> that made me smile really hard. I like that a lot. Do we, can we talk about like the kid, the, like the, oh the little God. bastard and super talk nanny? About him? I'll talk about him a little bit. But I already have a bit of a headache. I and if saw I talk the, about him more. I the saw the eye left twitch? eye twitch just now. <laughs> oh, I love the giant rock hand. Uh, that thing. was fun. It's really cool. Yeah. And I'm like so into the scene until the little kid starts talking. And my note is please tell me these two annoying fucks die soon. You kind of do you end up liking Falcon? Because I, I like Falcon. Yeah. Yes. I think that he becomes a very cool sort of character. Mm-hmm. He can hold his own. He puts up with this little shit and truly has like feelings for him and is a protector. He's not just like because he takes a lot of shit from this. Oh, kid. massive! Oh my god! So and he there's calls no him more fool, kingdom, idiot, Joker. Oh, this little oh. this little kid's army has fled or been killed. Yeah. This his bodyguard here is the only one left. There's no reason he wouldn't couldn't put a sword in the back of this kid's He's head the if he wanted. Definition to. of spoiled. This kid definition. Is. Oh, but yeah. Falcon is such that he. He doesn't do that because anyone else would be annoyed. Like I don't have to do anything. Oh he's God. the emperor of what? An emperor of me? No. He has no kingdom anymore, dude. There's this... I can kick him off a cliff. We live in Conan the Barbarian time. <laughs> yeah, just just I could eat him. Step off the hand and let him fall into the boiling mud. I like. There's a lot yeah. of lava and boiling liquids in this movie, and mm-hmm. I'm about it. I'm about it. Yeah. Um. So my big problem with one of my big problems with this he's a green elephant who fertilizes the world with his jizz. Is that what he was going to say? <laughs> what? Pardon me. So when when we get introduced, when Red oh, Sonia's yeah, getting introduced, right. he's giving him his like titles, mm-hmm. and he is one of the things that he is the great elephant who fertilizes the world with his jizz. And the kid cuts him off. He's like, I told you, don't shut oh, up. Oh, I thought shut it was up. poop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because his face is making like a sort of like a like a, like a J sound. J sound. And I'm like, were you gonna say jizz? He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't clearly. going to. But <laughs> Carl's brain, but like the great but cum it's elephant. His feces or something. Yeah, like shits all over the yep. planet and it grows grass out of his poo. But 
What, the thing that I, I wish he'd had more of an arc, honestly. Falcon or the kid? Falcon. Falcon, yeah, because he's the one that I'm most interested of that duo, obviously. For sure. Mm-hmm. The thing I like least about the prince is they fake arc him. They do. Because yeah. they like, say, oh, he's learned. I'm a little but shit. Then I'm a little shit. It. I'm a little shit. And then Sonya, when Falcon's not around to protect him, Sonya takes the kid to task, kicks yep. his ass to the ground, and stuffs a sword in his face and is like, hey, guess what? I could kill you right now. Yep. And that's because you think you're the shit and you're not. You need to get you need to oh get your head God. on right. And, and, and the like over the something. knee scene. Well, there's a mm. there's a moment of like humility where the kid goes, "I want to learn how to be a great warrior. Will you teach me?" And he bows to her, and you're like, "Ah, the kid has an arc." And then but he's no. just a piece of shit for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. He learns nothing. There's like this one little blip. such an opportunity for that to become. Something and art, and it didn't. You yeah. know, I mean, well, both of them. Yeah, well, Falcon we, or, or yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't learn anything or get better. He just develops a crush on Sonya. Exactly. Yeah. When Sonya kicks his ass, what he's learning here is: when I grow up someday, I'd like to fuck you. That's what. Well, the, at the end of the movie, he's like, "I'd make you my queen, or maybe I'll go find someone prettier." But at the end of the day, maybe I'll have you. Yeah, we'll have to see. And you realize <sighs> that the child, this fucking irritating child, has learned nothing. And again, look, the, it almost became shittier. Yeah, he got shittier because now he's being weirdly possessive of Sonya to the point yes. where, like, when he, when Arnie's going after it and Sonya's kind of clearly into it, the kid's like, get away from my piece. And you're yeah. like, uh... And, like, jumps really? on his back. Yeah. Yeah. Although that was a great opportunity to see Arnold Schwarzenegger's 99-inch uh, fucking The kid arms. was on a fishing line, but it's fine. Was he? Yeah, it's clearly... You can see him? In my transfer, I'm like, oh, that kid's on a fishing line. <laughs> they got him wired up. But it wasn't, I mean, Arnold flexing is... I'm not flexing. The 20 seconds that Danielle watched this movie was, I think it was a door opening scene when Mm. he was like pressing that door. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doing the. And she's like, Jesus Christ, those fucking biceps. It's only one year after Destroyer. He's jacked up, dude. He looks different, though. He looks different in like every film. His body is slightly different. I think he looks a little slimmer. He does look like he's dropped about 20 pounds or something. Yeah, his face looks. He looks looks almost, I don't know, more gaunt or leathery or tired. I think he looks more attractive in this. Interesting. I thought he looks a little. I more think he chiseled. looks a little. I think he looks older. Mm-hmm. That's how I read it. He, oh, he okay. looks older to me, and I don't know if it's makeup or what. But mm-hmm. gaunt is a good word. But I don't. I don't mean gaunt in a. I guess gaunt is a negatively connoted word. He looks like he has less meat on him. Yeah, less meat on his face. Yep. His body's fucking giant, yeah. but he's more teeth. <laughs> he does. He has more teeth and more <laughs> cheekbones. Um. So the the yeah the we we're introduced to the prince and then Sonya pieces out basically, and then we're introduced. He uh, she asks Falcon. She's like, "What's the quickest way to the talisman?" I love that he's like, "Oh yeah, the talisman's over there. That's the city of eternal night, and you could go the long scenic route, which you don't want to do because I called it the long scenic route. And we know that time is of the essence. Or you could go to, through uh, Brytag's toll road. Way to not warn her what Brytag was going to ask of her. Uh, yeah, right. That seems a Big little shock. bit shitty. Yeah, Falcon. What the fuck, dude? Give give a lady a heads up. This is kind of sucky. Yeah. However, so the toll is her vagina, essentially. Correct. Mm, yes. She rides up to Brytag's toll road, and he's like, "Come on up here, where I can take a better look at you." And she's like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. All right." Rides into the courtyard. There's like 20 armed guards or something. Uh, definitely a trap. And then Brytag like. <laughs> it's not a trap. Yeah, Brytag's Toll like on a, a on a chaise long. <laughs> Toll booth. I didn't know who he was at first because he's so buried in these furs. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. where's that voice coming from? You're and like, then he sits up. And it's Pat like, Roach. Oh, like, hi, Maytag. How are you? Hey, man. <laughs> I, love, I love your line of washers and dryers. I know it's Brytag. <laughs> he, 
I think it's... Why does Sonya call him fat? He's not that big. Yeah, he's fat-headed. He's... Yeah, mm. yeah, there you go. I like that. He's he's definitely, like, kind of on the heftier side. Mm-hmm. I'd call him, I'd call him like, husky. Sturdy. He's sturdy. He is sturdy. She's like, I will... He's just like... He's a dirty sturdy, though. He really is. We don't like Brytag. Brytag's a fucking asshole. Well, no, he takes... He's gross. He's real gross. He's so gross. He gets up and he he's... He has this guy say, like, oh, yeah, if, if you kill me, they won't hurt you, and then... Well, she goes, what's the toll? I've got, How much money do you want? And he goes, women pay me a different way. Bird <laughs> Put it in you. And she's like, uh, how about no? How about if you... Any, anything else? She's like, I'll give you money or I'll kill you. Those are your choices. And he's like, I've fought 133 men and only one survived and he has no legs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line because... It's so great. My first thought was like... Does he not? Does he not have legs now, or did he not have legs when he started oh, right. fighting? Oh, you? good point. Oh. Like, wh- how did that? That sort of like white threw him off. He yeah, he's like, fight him I, just, I don't know I how to fight you with no legs. But... Can we call this a draw? Because I don't know how to I fight. Mean, you I'm about. an asshole, but I kind of feel like weird about fighting someone. And then with no that legs. dude kicked his ass right. because <laughs> Brytag was hesitating. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna be PC." And, the ow! Night. Ow! Get the fuck out of here! He and then stabs him in the nuts. Yeah, like, he's like, "I'll jack you up, bro." Brytag's like, "Go ahead, take the road. Fuck it." Yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking with you anymore dude you're crazy that's that's forever how i will see that is that's what he meant yeah brytag was being shitty and condescending and then a dude with no legs wiped his ass out <laughs> yeah buddy brytag's like jesus i'm gonna lay on my couch now go you're good you're good i'm gonna cry on my couch and the dude with no legs got like his sword in his hands like you sure you don't want to fuck me huh huh and brytag's like okay i'm sorry Fine. i'm sorry here take some money never speak of this yeah <laughs> and turn yeah he looks at all his guards he's like we will never speak of this i will tell the story but we're just gonna make it seem like he's... like i cut his legs right. off okay now everyone shut the fuck up or you're fired <laughs> <laughs> sonia or so, you're fired or you're fired so sonia's like so if i kill you are your men gonna attack me and nope. he's like no absolutely fine. not for sure no make sure if she kills me you fuck her up. Right? They all have their their fingers, their fingers crossed. crossed. Yeah, dude, like, backs. Ah. It's like ultimate stage whispers. Like, no, my men will not kill her. If for real, they'll kill her if she does kill me. Seriously, uh, I heard that. Are we gonna fight or what? <clears throat> so there's a big fight scene, and it's pretty cool. She fucking wrecks his world, dude. Brytag goes down like Maytag gets his fucking bean stabbed so hard, man. It's great. Oh, dude, that dryer is unbalanced. <laughs> yeah, good. It's like it has a brick in it. Yeah, it's it's you loaded your comforter in on one side. <laughs> dude, he hits the ground and a bunch of dirty socks fall out of him and he is fucking dead. Maytag is toast. And then of course all the guards are like gonna fight her. She holds her own against like good, five. And only the, the, and Schwarzenegger only shows up when it's like the scales tipped way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 40 versus one. He needs to show up. Right. Yeah. Schwarzenegger, he kind of, he kind of, uh, uh, Conan the Destroyer's it. Yep. He's like, that's what the movie could have done is what would be to bring Calador in while she's fighting to the save big the bad day to save the and day. blah, blah, blah. But no, he doesn't come in until it's like, all right, she's going to get fucked up. Cause there's like a hundred guards in there right now. Yeah. And she, she's already killed a, couple of them and it's kind of holding her own and then there's a guy i think it's like a guy is coming up behind her and she doesn't see him yep and that's where like i got you and calor fucks that dude up yeah. and he's like all right let's peace out they run i'm getting chills not because i'm cold although i am cold yeah. but because i love this fight scene dude it's so great the reason i, I like can it watch arnie like swing a heavy sword at dudes all fucking day dude, i was digging on bridget nielsen uh, her too swords. no absolutely but, I'm, I'm with you, sword though, dude. swinging at meat all day. Anyone hacking meat off humans. 
fuck. In, in fake world. In fake, right. Because yes. <laughs> in real world, that's very upsetting to see. Um, but uh, Bird, Bird, I think you were the one that pointed out while we were watching. We were both kind of like not super stoked about the idea of them like back-to-back sword fighting and i don't like that trope in any movie i don't like it in john woo movies i don't like yeah, it in these i like what actually happens which is they get to the gate schwarzenegger pulls the gate open sonia runs through and then he closes the gate and she's like no no calador come on he's like, like no i can hold them he's like i can hold them but he looks super happy he's so thrilled and he's like i'm gonna fuck up so yeah he many grace jones says it yeah, yeah. He, he totally does. Grace Jones is it. Because <laughs> yes. he pulls his sword out and turns around like, I get to kill so many motherfuckers right now. Happy day for me. Happy day for me. It's like if you were like, come on, John Wick, we have to get out of here. And he's like, I got. I have a thousand bullets left. I have. I got eight spare mags. No, you get out of here. I'm going to. I'm going to drop bodies. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't killed anyone in like a couple hours. So I had to catch up. So. What I love is Calador, like, he leaps into the fray and starts slashing people, and you see him streaming out of everywhere. And there's this cool, like, warrior respect thing where Sonya is, she's safe, she's outside the gate, and she's going to continue her quest, but she looks back at Calador, and we see for the first time that little smirk. That little smirk, Mm -hmm, yes. mm -hmm. She's like, he's all right. I like this guy. And of course, he's committing mass murder (laughs) on the other side of the fence, but it's that warrior thing where she's like, I like the how basis of every good romance. Yeah, you know? right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how much he likes killing people. <laughs> All right, well, off I go. Hey, have it's a good a great, one. It is a great foundation for. Her. It's a super cool moment in the movie too, where she she's like, "Look at him just fucking these people up." <laughs> well, I'll, I hope I see him later. And then she gallops off, and Calador literally kills forty people, as far as we know. So, um. What what happens next? I can't remember. We get back into the castle with evil queen person. Because my next note. Oh no, we get the kids being drawn and quartered between oh, four horses. Dude, I love any movie where someone's gonna get pulled apart by horses. Because they, they legitimately have this kid, you see the four horses, the ropes, and the kid, and he's being like pulled. You want some movie magic? Yeah. Okay, so they, yeah, I mean, it looks. So they, it, it, it looks amazing. Looks impeccable. Because I'm like, ha, they hold. Oh, those horses are really tied to this kid. So maybe, look, maybe in 1985, you could just pull a kid apart, but. Like joints, I, st- I still think an A fight probably you, couldn't. You but. actually see the horse. There's a cool wide shot where you see the horses actually pull the kid up yeah, off the ground. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. there's like two ropes tied to two trees, and then two horses are the other, and they're crossed. And it, well, they're not crossed. They're tied to his ankles and his wrists. But here's how I. Here's the movie magic. Here's the no. You're good. Here's the movie magic. Uh, you know when they do a like a, a hanging rig? Yes. They have a noose, but the noose is actually not attached to anything. It's like very thin thread that attaches it to the real rope, which runs down the back of your shirt into and a, it's, a rig. And harness, yeah. Yeah. So you t- what you do is you run the lines along the arm under the sleeve. They cross behind your back and come out your pant legs. So you're laying on an X of rope. And then they, they tie the rope around your wrist and then affix it to the rope that's actually running down your sleeve. So the kid is basically on a bed of rope. Cool. Because your your limbs can't, your your joints are very that's weak. Oh, no, they don't risk that with right children. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. You don't tie a kid to horses. So, because <laughs> Bird was like, they are lifting that kid, and I'm like, well, yeah, they're lifting him, but they're but the, he's got a right the rope frame of rope X, under him. X ropes are tied to trees and then tied to horses. So the kid's not actually tied to anything. He's basically like kind of lightly affixed to a bed of rope that picks him up and down. But the that's effect really cool. is baller. It works because my note is holy shit, they are actually like drawn this kid like yeah (laughs) 
like <laughs> like um uh, Richard Fleischer, that is irresponsible. I feel like you're breaking. Like I know you're in Italy. A car horn but... would have killed that child. <laughs> Seriously, one of those horses. Someone's toots? cell phone goes yep. off, and the horses get spooked. You just ripped a child. Into An unauthorized face. sneeze goes off. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> hey, Rich. <laughs> right. Shut the fuck! Shut him up! Oh God! Oh no! Oh, oh okay. Can somebody get that kid's parents on the phone. We gotta get some releases signed. Don't tell him. Nobody tell him what happened. He's actually still alive. He should probably have a, a good life. It's just so. Yeah, I just want you to he know should, he could probably fight Maytag. <laughs> <laughs> In hell. Uh, yeah, so I like the kid, the Prince Rescue. <laughs> this is where we get to see some of uh, Ernie Ray's Jr.'s, like, pretty badass pretty legit. kung fu. He's doing, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, spinning wheel kicks and stuff. It's, it's sweet. I like it. I wonder how young he is, because, I mean, he. I feel like he's He looks pretty young. Ten-ish? Ish. Ten or eleven? So, I mean, he probably started training, like, you crawl, walk, run, start kung fu training. His dad yeah. is also, like, a... a uh, martial arts master. Perfect. So yes, yeah, since the time he could mm-hmm. before and this he kid's could crawl, got, he probably as is. an adult he's got belts in Muay Thai. Like in, martial arts and Muay Thai is, his is jam. one of my like. I love. Muay Thai. It's like the oh. holy grail of fucking yeah. Ta- true Thai Muay Thai is fucking awesome. Um, the rescue is really cool. Land of perpetual night. I think the next thing we get is the land of perpetual night, right? Because yeah. they all join up, yeah, Falcon then, and the prince. Yeah. And... So then we cut to castle and plan. Is Calador? with them yet no, no not yet no, he okay fucked back off again right so it's it's prince not prince it's the prince, irritating falcon bastard and, child <laughs> and sonia falcon and sonia yeah. and they ride to the land to the the realm of perpetual night and this for me is where this movie slows re- down no hits okay. its stride dude because on the left side of your screen is this green beautiful land it's probably partially composite shot partially oh, post effects the stormy sky looks like an amazing oil painting in motion Yes, and it's perfectly divided. There's like sunny, beautiful skies, and then there's a moat of lava. Carl. It's incredible. Carl, the land of perpetual night has a lava moat and a dinosaur skeleton bridge. Yes, it does. Dude. It's pretty fucking incredible. (laughs) Come on. And the sky is made of oil painting. Yes. It's incredible. And they ride up on it, and they're like, how are we going to get over there? And then there's that cool thing where they all pretend like they didn't see the giant dinosaur bone skeleton. And they're like... How about that bridge over there? It's 40 feet away. <laughs> it's as big as like five school buses and they just didn't see it somehow. Doesn't matter. This is where this is where it starts to feel to me like someone filmed a D&D campaign mm-hmm. in the best mm-hmm. way, not in that like how unimaginative, how rote, right. how tropey. It, it's got that grand grandeur thing going on. Everything is massive scale. Yes. It's all like dead, ancient, extinct dragon beasts. Your, your DM took like two months to like make the minis yeah. and build a... Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love it. So they, they, they cross the bridge. We can, we can skip the spanking thing because nothing really gets established Ugh. there. Hate it. Hate but it. The, well, the, or the, I'm sorry, the not... The not spanking scene where falcon's like no don't do it oh your highness he doesn't know what he says and he's like awesome now get away from me you stupid fat fuck and you're like falcon you need to kill this child yeah you need to kick him off this bridge but yeah dude there's lava down there lava he'd be be dead (laughs) lava (laughs) so they they get to the castle and we cut to um do we get the candle yeah, we get the candle yeah, room. The candle first. room is earlier, I think. It is though. a little bit earlier. I have but I, my holy note. Holy shit! My note on like, candle room. Like, he actually says, "Don't you think you'll have too many candles?" She's like, "Fuck off!" 
It is just <laughs> the right candles. amount of candles. In fact, I need more candles. Mm-hmm. No, um, really, I think maybe you're making this room a little bit too explosive. What did you think of the candle room? I fucking love. The I love that set. I love. Oh, that at my set. house. I no, love kind of, have that uh, set. I was thinking a little bit like I wanted to hang out there, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a room. It's a reading room, is what it is. Yes, it's a yoga meditation room. It is four. That's more what it is. It is four times the size of my house, of the house that we are in right now. It's yeah. four times that size, and every single wall and floor and surface and everything is covered with probably a hundred thousand candles. Also, she has weird like candle tree things. Yes, mm-hmm. I yeah. they. Fl- and the way that they flicker out of sync with each other, it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's visually stunning. A lot of this film is beautiful. I feel like they're shooting at Barry Lyndon style when they're there, too, where it's just using the candlelight to... Yeah, I don't think they're... Well, isn't the room lit? It is lit. But by the candles? Orb. Orb. There's the orb, yeah. The, the I'm pretty sure there is lighting up uh, above, too. Fair enough. I think there is, too, but like... Because even with that many candles, you're still not getting enough exposure for your... It's a lot of damn candles, though, man. Yeah. I don't know. That, that, that candle set, I love it. I absolutely adore it. We also get, shortly thereafter, the giant purring spider. Oh, my God. I want that spider, The giant purring man. spider and your head wizard with a chemistry set. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's over there Walter Whiting. Everyone thinks he's doing magic. He's, he's just like, making he's crystal like meth. meth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm doing magic over I'm here. I'm doing magic, like, guys. Are you, is he doing magic? Yeah, I'm fucking doing magic. Do you guys have any more Cheetos? Because my sweatpants are fucking... Hey, is that, uh, is like, that James Cameron you have there? You have a new scar or a new, a new flesh wound on your face. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, this one spot's been really itchy. He's just one, <laughs> one spot on his cheek up and down scratching. <laughs> um so got a new batch for Jim Cameron. So uh Gedrin's like she's like, hmm, I wonder what's on Steam TV. Click <laughs> porn. Steam TV. Oh, it pops does, up. it goes to porn first. He's like mm-hmm. yeah. he got caught. Well it's like, like oh sorry, whoops, added on that channel. The Steam thing opens and it's like a naked topless woman dancing, and I'm like, this is a PG thirteen, those are boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if that was the channel she picked out. Oh, it probably was her channel. Yeah, well, and and she, who turned? I think she's the one who turns it on, and she looks kind of like God damn who it. Who left? Someone left the porn DVD. Someone and, left the booby channel yep, on. La- mm-hmm. The last channel was Cinemax. We need to get back on the news. Okay, all right. This is not. I know you guys. I know we are. I've always said we're like family, but you are my employees. I can't just have you watching Cinemax on my Steam TV. This shit's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so. So the Steam TV pops over, and I love what they say. They're like, here comes the prince and his army. And you cut to the screen, it's three people. people. Yeah, well, it's Falcon, the kid, and and Sonya. And, like, the army is the one girl. Yep. I mean, I got news, yeah. For real, though, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's drastically outnumbered, but four people do topple this whole kingdom. Which I love. Spoilers. (laughs) They win. The good guys win. Spoilers. I mean, I don't buy the ticket if the good guys don't win in this particular sort of genre. Yeah, well, do they... Dude, like, her castle's fucking deserted. They don't There's, go... like, three people in that I feel like she's working on a skeleton room. crew, and maybe this is more... Not... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because because the skeleton... there's so many skeletons, like... There is a lot of skeletons everywhere. hanging around. Do you have I, a note on the hanging Christmas ornament skeletons? Um, they are awesome. I was just like, that's a dope-ass set. Yeah, uh, there's, like, a big chain hanging, and there's, like, 20 <laughs> skeletons, like, hanging on it. This isn't the one with the crack. Yeah. No, that's the next one. No, this is the one with yeah. the uh, knife-tongued water lizards. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Because like an... I watched those these two like so close together. So, so did we. Um, I, was ex- I was waiting for the moment that the skeletons 
come to life. And yeah, we it get is like, sort of asking for that. Dude, a little I was, Jason and the Argonati. I, I was let down that there wasn't a claymation skeleton fight. Yep. I wanted a claymation <sighs> skeleton fight. Good Jason in the Argonaut reference. That is a Thank killer you. flick, and good on you for having. That's seen one of the it. first movies that I watched where special effects blew my mind. That was one of the first movies that I watched. Yeah, my dad showed me. me that my dad, yeah, absolutely. Young. Jason yeah. Argonaut's one of the first thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they they don't go immediately into the castle. They go to like, isn't it like they go into like the sub? They're they're in like a weird rocky outcropping um, sub basement. She... Oh, are we not talking about the? She chases them into this thing, and they end up in this like place with the water lizard no that's thing. what i wanted to talk yeah, about yeah yeah the, that's like earlier it, it's like bit. they were camping out yeah they're, they're camping and the little kid the little runs kid's off. like hey i'm gonna look for treasure falcon chases him down into like this like this like cellar dungeon area and it's like, like a, storming cistern, like a... crazy bad outside right yeah. and sonia like, trees are splitting yeah well the lightning is striking every single tree in the forest yeah. but the kid wants to find jewels so he can buy a new army yeah he wants to buy a new army and rebuild his city and stuff thing. yeah there's and a the there's a pearl the size of it. like a great this is a side quest of a side quest yes yeah. this is like the and sonya knows that they have been driven into this cave this is the one you do if you want 100 percent your trophies on playstation when when we were on arkham horror yeah Just and we were going. like well we've accomplished our mission but if we if we find all the clues on these we get more experience more yeah. yeah we want we want victory points this so we is, can get this experience is, yeah this is that we've this is got all the clues the agenda is fine and as arkham horror will quickly t- quickly teach you when you get greedy you get fucked yeah <laughs> you gotta just sometimes you get shot in the face no no that's when you're that's when your uh your compatriots are stupid <laughs> right. and make you take that's poor right. risks for no reason <laughs> carl no <laughs> Dude, i i'm sorry that happened but i've been laughing about it since that yeah, night I, I have had a several good chuckles. it's horrible week. but it's come on tell me that wasn't funny i i felt you killed me dude part of what made it funny was i was feeling legitimate guilt for like a day or two where i was like i can't believe i did I that and then i was like oh yeah card game yeah doesn't really matter it's I don't... okay <laughs> because because of your hubris <laughs> I have inexperience points to use to be Fodeca. Fuck yeah, so. baby. <laughs> That's why I wasn't bailing out. I was like, I got to make some money so he can... I shot him in the head. That was pretty you, rough. You did start a GoFundMe yeah. for Rex, so yeah. it's all right. I friendly fired you pretty pretty bad. That's <laughs> not friendly fire. That's straight up murder, yeah, son. Dude, that was a Call of Duty headshot. That was a one-shot yeah. kill. Um, so, look, I love the water dragon. Bird thinks this goes on too long. I think a lot of the fight scenes go on too long. It's, a, it's the fight scenes where I started to dip out. I don't know. Arnie shows up again. I actually yep. think I like I like the length of this. This to me. I love this set piece, and I love this fucking. The set is great. This underwater thing. Falcon, However, they made it happen. The kid wants wants a pearl that's in the mouth of a stone dragon. He's like, Falcon, cut this out of there. Falcon points out. It's he, screaming trap. Oh, too. for sure. And Falcon even points out, he's like, someone owns this. Yeah. We can't just take this. Right. And he goes, yes, and he wants it now. Cut it out, fool, idiot, fat fuck. And Falcon's like, <laughs> Jesus oh, God, if I the benefits really... weren't so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like government work, am I right? So he 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 pops the pearl out, and immediately all of the these stone dragon heads start pouring water in, and the room starts filling up. And from like some weird subterranean chamber, like a like a metal like a metal alligator made out of swords, it's incredible. Fucking comes out, and I love the clang clang sound yes, it makes when, they, when they're hitting it. Oh. And it's like it's like spl- oh god, I, its tail comes out of the water, and the apparatus or the the, me- the mechanism that they're using, 
some of it I think is like a dude in a suit. It's so cool. Some of it is like a apparat, like a thing. Yeah. On a, on, an animatronic. An animatronic, animatronic thing. It's and it rolls. I love when it does the roll. The man. alligator roll. The alligator yeah, rolls. Rolling. It's that's crazy. It's killer. So they all get out of the water. Calador shows up. Um, yep. cause he's been again, like kind of following at a distance, not because he's like protecting the weak and powerless girl, but because that's his goddamn talisman and he needs it too. Yeah. So he shows up and he's like, Oh fuck. Shit got real. Pulls his sword, dives into the water, starts attacking this water. He's dragon. like, I'm fucked in a weird way from the moment they get to the land of perpetual night onward this until, okay, we'll talk about it on the next episode, but so far in the three we've watched three we've watched this one is most true to the robert e howard stories Mm. you know like grand castles made of bones and weird water dragons and this one feels to me like a robert e howard conan short story yeah i really dig it um so they blind it by like prying out its pearl eyes it's fucked. It's so cool. So neat. It's so awesome. And then the thing's blind and it's shrieking and thrashing. Oh. And then that's when it starts to just go ham. It's just like just Yeah, it's just rolling around, and like, thrashing crazy. and its tongue is literally like a sword blade. They show it a couple times because it's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's like they like taped a kitchen knife to like a, a like a um uh what the hell are those things called? Uh, like a reciprocating saw. A reciprocating saw. And they were like that might have been how they did it. Actually, I don't know. But super safe for your actors. Knife tongue looks awesome. I'm sure they put foam tongue in for the, when the actors were actually no, out of the back. Oh, yeah, you're right. They, <laughs> they were going to rip a kid in half with horses earlier. <laughs> right. So they're like, uh, these aren't sharp. You do, these aren't sharp. These are they? aren't sharp. And uh, they're like, well, yeah, they are actually. It hurts me. Well, yeah, we want it to look real, Arnie. <laughs> My God. My... <laughs> there you go. Thank That's you. fine. <laughs> I have better ones. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, we do. We want you to. All right, then. Will you wrestle that thing, I'm only made? for a day, anyways. <laughs> it's been three weeks, but <laughs> I have no concept of dying. <laughs> He's on such a low carb diet. <laughs> um. Okay, so they escape the water dragon. They like. They don't. They, they still don't go into the castle. They go like sleep in the woods for a little bit. Uh, uh, they take a nap. Yeah, the little prince and falcon are like sleeping. And then Red Sonia is bandaging up Kalidor, and he's like, "Oh yeah." That's when they have their "I want to fuck you" business. The fuck yeah. fight. I like how he call, so everyone fuck calls fight. her. <laughs> everyone calls her Sonia. He makes her name like five syllables. Like, so- Sonia. Oh, Sonia. You want to fight me, Sonia? Sonia. Sonia. <laughs> so- I'm Sonia to you. He, d- <laughs> he does. He adds a syllable. Yeah. Sonia. So- so- Sonia. 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 It's like there's an apostrophe in there <laughs> in between each letter. But uh, I, over here. I actually, do you? Did anyone else think that Arnold Schwarzenegger has the best dialogue in the movie? He's he pops in and out, but all of his lines are awesome. There's this great line where he goes to kiss her, and she goes, "Ah ah ah, I've made a vow that the only man who can who can physically possess me, or however is she phrases it, is can the one that can best me. me in a fair fight." And he ha- he has a line which is. Uh, here, read it. Because you are you are our Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, so it's my next uncrossed out note. So the only man who can have you must try to kill you. Ah, that's logic. It's yeah. a great Boy, line. I can't, the more you ask me to do it, the worse I know. it gets. I'm making you work. I know. Here, I'll just. That is fine. I wanna, do you want to try? No. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to dog shit my way through do it. He goes, <laughs> uh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get your tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> your tongue out. <laughs> your tongue out. <laughs> uh, 
So the only man who can have you must be trying to kill you. That's logic. It's not the worst, right? Oh, we please. laughed so Is hard that at that line. Yesterday? It's dude, it was. It was so funny. Um so Because he's smart enough to really Yeah, that's logical. Yeah, like wow. You, wow, all right. He, he and he's he's not being unkind, but he is pointing out, like, do you realize that that sounds a little weird? There's a flaw there. <laughs> yeah, like let's think about this. Yeah. So she lays down and like puts her bedroll up and like closes her eyes to go to sleep. And then He puts his dick in her face. Uh-huh. His metaphorical dick. He puts his sword in her face, mm-hmm. but it's okay because she has one too. Yeah, she's yeah, gonna, dude. She's gonna equally. They have penis. a they have a phallus off here in oh, a second. It's so great. Um. Yeah. So and then they they have he has one of my favorite lines ever. And I admittedly I love this line because I discovered there's this band we've talked about it every episode so far. Austrian Death Machine. Yes. They have a song called Red Sonia. Oh. And the chorus is, if. It's the chorus is the line, and I've heard that line doing pull-ups and curling and fucking working out like a hundred thousand times. So hear Arnold Schwarzenegger say it, I teared up. She opens her eyes and she gives him this little like smile when she sees that he's holding the sword out because he's like, this is him saying like, I want to, I don't want you. He's like, yeah, he's like. Can you imagine? There's a weird romance. There's a warrior romance to this. She's like the. I don't think it's weird. I think it actually works here. There's a okay. Then there's a warrior romance to this where she's like she's like look if you really are serious about wanting to be with me and you want to fuck me then you have to beat me in a fair fight and he's seen her like fight he knows that she's a badass and she opens her eyes and this is basically him this is him with his boombox in the rain he's like i'm for real right. i want to fuck you i want to be with Still you Sonya. yeah but what he's saying is like let's fight and try and kill each other and she looks up at him like you might actually be the motherfucker for me, man. Right. And the line is, if you yield only to a conqueror, then prepare to be conquered. And she's like, game fucking on. And he uses his sword to pull her, pull sword, her sword out sword of the out. sheath. In a, what, am sucks. I the it's only one who yeah, into It's a her, little yeah. bit like, ooh. Dude, using, ooh. using the sword to pull her sword out. I'm like, that it's was kinda, this. It's kind of like when you want to just fuck real quick and just pull the panties aside. Dude, it's kind of like sexy. That. Yeah, for sure. It totally is. It's it's, it's no what's it called? It's there's a term for it. Uh, a zipper fuck. A zipper it's fuck. a total yeah. zipper fuck yeah. move where you just get the pants down just far enough to fuck. Yeah. They're like right below your gooch, and you're just you're digging one out in like a you know like a public bathroom or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking love this scene though, because oh, we've all been there, and I and I love the scene because I think the scene works and isn't creepy because Sonia is also one hundred percent in. Oh yeah, she's so about it. Yep, she. You can. I love how hard they go. One hundred percent. These two humans are going a thousand percent with whatever whatever blades those. In- they're I, clanging hard yeah, off each I, other, and I dude. love the cut back and forth too, where like Falcon and the kid are watching, and actually the kid has a really cool line, which is like, "I don't understand why they're because he doesn't get what's going on." Right. And I love mm-hmm. Falcon's knowing smile because Falcon knows exactly what's going yep. on. Mm-hmm. And the kid, the kid is like confused and kind of bored, and he's like, "I don't know why she's fighting so hard. She clearly doesn't want to win." And you're like, uh, <laughs> "It's like you know, kids does. say the darndest hey, things, right?" They fight each other to an utter standstill. Yep. Neither wins. It's a total to a drop. Still, they're exhausted. They like clang swords and collapse against a tree. And then you see like Schwarzenegger like, I nope, I got nothing. They literally fight each other to to 
to but, a stalemate. Okay. They have the boss fight tomorrow, and it makes me so mad. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, Bird hates it. It's like it. fucking before a good, like, like a final fight or something. Or like how, you know, they the uh, in Rocky, he's like, you don't have any women because they give you weak they knees. Weak knees, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Rocky, yeah. did you know that Red Sonia, Rocky Four, she is Ivan Drago's wife slash head of that, like, training. She's the blonde. Oh, my God. Bridget Nielsen. She gets better, honestly. This is her first film. Um, I don't, you know, like, Bird and I looked up a bunch of stuff about Bridget Nielsen. She went on to work a whole bunch. Oh, yeah, she's been in a ton of stuff. Sandal Bergman, the one who played Valeria in in, uh, 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 Barbarian Mm -hmm. and is Gershwin? Gedrin. Gershwin. (laughs) She's show tunes (laughs) in this one. But uh, she she actually didn't do a whole lot. Which is weird. She did a lot of television, a ton of television, but not a bunch of movies. She did that one weird uh, frog movie. It's like Return of the City mm-hmm. of the Frogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get out of Frogtown or out something. Of fro- yeah. Getting out of Frogtown. <laughs> Just some good old boys. <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, what did you think of the of how Falcon fights with bones? I, I like his huge, like, whatever bison bone that is. Yeah, I dig it. it. Very cool. And I dig that he gives one. He's had one tucked away for the kid to use. Yeah, that little, it's, like, sharp on one yeah. side. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like prince-sized. Yeah. yeah I, I was, like I like it. I like because we have so much sword and sorcery. It's nice to have something that is unique, and it's unique to him, and it fits. It's kind him. of badass. Yeah. It's Warhammer. I feel like he... It is Warhammer. I feel like he killed the animal and ate the flesh of it, and this is the, the weapon that he forged or from created it. from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. this is his Conan's sword. Exactly. Totally. You forge a cudgel like this in a different way, but it's the same sort of idea, right? There's like a... a, a not a right to it, but like yeah. a... I thought it was a um what's that um Scottish or Irish weapon that's just like a stick. Oh yeah, a shillelagh. Shillelagh. That's what I yeah. thought it was. Awesome. Do you, um so where are we at in notes because I'm going to I'm going to duck I out of this conversation for about like, 2 minutes. Close to done. All right. You guys keep talking and I'll jump back in wherever you are when I get back, but if I don't so pee, just I'm going to finish the fucking before a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're pre pre fight pre-fight fuck fight. Oh, is I have, where we're I have at. a um a little side thing that we can talk about. Yes. Okay, her mullet. We're gonna talk about Sonya's mullet. <laughs> okay. So it's it's um I I'm not sure what I was expecting. I think I was expecting more David Bowie Labyrinth mullet than oh, like she just looks like she has long up. hair like brushed. There's back. there's one scene in particular where it looks like a like a full on greasy mullet, like a Joe Dirt <laughs> mullet. <laughs> Like, she's just greasy. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been, like, so good. Yeah. But it was just not. It was, like, short. I feel like oh, maybe they just didn't know what to do good. with, you know, they didn't want, like, warrior hair, the long flowing locks. Like, that would have been really fucking cool. They have it, though. They have, like, a section right, in the behind, back that's right. just long. But the, it's yeah, definitely I, business mm, up front, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe. maybe I don't know. It's, it's an 80s thing. Because he kind of. I mean, if you look at like Ziggy Stardust, I mean, he has like a, the very, but he doesn't have the mullety, right? Yeah, I don't know. It could 80s have been were just weird, so much and mullets are weird, sexier, but it was just kind of gross. <laughs> so, like, see, either she's a barbarian or a NASCAR driver. <laughs> helmet hair all the time. She's got. She's. She got, totally has helmet hair all the time. Uh, so we we're about to uh, the only. I 
I dig how they keep touching on the only ladies can touch the talisman. They tag it like two times before mm-hmm. they walk in. Mm-hmm. Just in case our audience wasn't paying any attention. Oh, like we forgot. We've got to re-hit it. And mm-hmm. that's a trope from the 80s too. Like always reminding you of the plot. It's like just in case you the all... F- key just in case you all forgot. Here's our 20 minutes points. ago. Mm-hmm. Guys can't touch the thing. Only ladies can touch. Talking about before they go in. one day left. It's like that. It's still true today. It's not even an 80s trope of a movie reminding you of the plot (laughs) just before that you go into Mm -hmm. like the final act. Just in Mm -hmm. case you were unclear on. Catchy up. Catchy uppy time. Yeah. (laughs) It's in the dialogue. Are we talking about when Sonya goes like. Remember. (laughs) Yes. Now, no touchy the talisman. Only ladies touchy talisman. Only ladies touchy talisman. And we have only 32 minutes left yeah, yeah. before. Right. The, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there, did we talk about how that, that cool exchange between um, Gedrin and the We talked about mullets. We talked about the mullet. Good. Okay, I'm glad <laughs> we got that out. <laughs> I like, I really love um, uh, Gedrin and her, her right-hand man. The castle is shaking itself to pieces. No one is around but Gedrin and like her one. Yeah, pretty much everyone else. The is Grand Vizier, yeah, babe. Yep. And he has a great line where he said, or where he goes like, "What more do you want? We have to put this thing in the darkness. You've already conquered most of the world." And yep. she goes, "She's like, but there's so much more to be had. I want the whole world." And his line, I love his line. He goes, "Madness. There will be no world." And then he says it like almost to himself. He doesn't say it. Oh yeah, because she's gone, she's and she like, she crawls up into her throne and pulls her like legs up a little bit and starts cackling, and you realize oh, that yeah. she's gone crazy. Yeah, Sandal Bergman is a really <laughs> good actress, honestly. Like in in Conan the Barbarian, I love Valeria, but I do think she, I think that she has a better. Do you know she was originally supposed to be cast as Red Sonia in this? Mm-hmm. Who? Yeah, Sandal Bergman. Really? Valeria? Yeah, mm-hmm. Valeria was supposed that, to play. I mean, I love our. Red Sonia, but that would have been really It would have cool. been super cool. Um, but she actually said, if it's cool with you, can I play Gedrin instead? She wanted to play this other character because she thought there was more meat on meat it. Meat on it. That's really she didn't cool. want to get typecast. And she didn't want to get typecast as <laughs> so a female she, barbarian. You're the, you're the good Valkyrie in one and you're the bad queen in the other. I can, yeah. I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. I liked the choice because I think I she's, didn't recognize her. She's mm-hmm. the best performer in this movie. She had the best outfits too. Mother yeah. totally, is she man. The one with the, no, that's a different. Yeah, the, no, that's yeah. No, she, she's she's mask lady. Yeah, 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 dude. She's she's great, and her like going crazy. I was I was kind of surprised to see like kind of good because we talked about it, um, season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. We did uh, uh, March Madness. The movie's all about crazy people. And we talked about how easy it is to do shitty crazy. The Daniel mm. Craig crazy. Yeah, I love Daniel Craig, but man, in Twelve Monkeys, his his crazy person's. No, 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 not Twelve Monkeys. That was the 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 uh, the the jacket. The ja- uh, is Daniel Craig in the jacket? Oh, it is Daniel Craig in the jacket. Yep. Who's the twelve? Oh, it's is it Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt Playing is the crazy. Madness. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see. I like Brad Pitt in Twelve Monkeys. I don't like Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig in the in jacket, jacket because exactly. he's doing Brad Pitt in Twelve Monkeys. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but Sandal Bergman does good crazy person yep, here. She's, she does. She just she almost is laughing like like genuine mirth rather than insanity. Yes, and that makes it so How much you, more insane. A, uh, that's a challenge. Like try try that one in an acting class sometime. Yeah, like throw, right. throw up sixteen different laughs. 
One of them is mirth, one of them is madness, one of them is, you know, yeah. to get that specific, and she does. It's she does. Incredible. It's an awesome moment. I love it. And then, so, do, uh, we talked about mullets. Did we talk about how our heroes are not, well, our heroes get into the castle. And oh, now we're, we're, yeah. we're in, like, the, the, the third the act, yep. the climactic moment. Um, and they kind of... There's this there's this cool mess hall fight. This, oh, forgot it, about does this. Does it get a little Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark for you, where they're like they're going through like secret chutes and tunnels, and then they're they're like it becomes like a little fun house of the of Temple the, of Doom. It there, gets, that's what it's it is. like. Yes. It's Temple of Doom. It's very yeah. sure. I loved it though. Like when Falcon falls on the table and split everything splits in half, and he reaches down and grabs a turkey leg and goes, "How's the food around?" Here? That's incredible. <laughs> it's so good. I wish there had been. More, a little more of, of that. that. Yeah, we need yeah. this movie needed more camp. This movie needed to be directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. I think you just nailed it on camp. the head. This movie needed just a little more camp. It took mm-hmm. itself it takes itself very seriously. Too seriously sometimes. But too serious. Yeah, I think you yeah. add that little bit of Conan the Destroyer. A t- yeah, camp a little more here. beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. And we're gold. Like temp- I think maybe they're trying to go too far the other way. Yeah. With it. Like yeah, back yeah. to oh, I mm-hmm. so I absolutely I put think, a little cheese on that. Yeah, I, just put a little cheese on that. The best <laughs> little cheese whiz. I think the best fight in this movie is the mess hall fight. This fight, well, because they're using things in a unique way, like the table, like props. The, yes. They Jackie Rompy. Chan it totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're over and around and through and under things and yeah. using the environment. And yes. it's really gory, dude. It's fucking gnarly, There's brother. a moment when when Schwarzenegger, a guy swings at Schwarzenegger and he grabs the dude's wrist and then cuts his fucking arm off. Oh, dude, we were both like, oh! Bernard, oh! <laughs> Popcorn flying in the air and yeah. shit. It's the best, man. It's so good. And Falcon's just busting heads with his big-ass fucking bone. Um, it's a great fight scene. It's pr- it's kind of long. It but does get long-ish, but I'm okay with this one because yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. changing so much going it's, on. It's fun. It's choreographed and fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think this is the best fight in the movie. I honestly, yeah. I hate to say it, but I couldn't really give much less of a shit about the big boss fight between. I couldn't either because suddenly she can bamf and suddenly she can like I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It it the the big boss fight is very herky jerky to me. It's like yeah. we start the fight now. Let's stop sudden and introduce wizard. Him. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Well, I, the wizard halts the momentum. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, it just it slams the brakes. Yeah, because they're like we're fighting and this is a fight, and then the wizard's like, "I'm gonna make her teleport." So, v- v- not Valeria. Uh, Gedrin pops out of existence, yeah. and then she's like, "Oh, Sonia, come Sitting on, on, on my throne." throne. So now. Sonia runs up the stairs, and then she raises Whoop. her sword, and the person disappears again. And I'm like, "Oh, That's so this boring. is and irritating." Yep, it's the because all That's we're my note. This suddenly bamfing uh, priestess is boring as fuck. Yeah, it's just it's not honestly, dude. It's not it's not that fun. I you have my, next note, my other note is head number two in a PG thirteen. Yeah, the the flying head <laughs> flying through the air. Yep. I have no notes between the mess hall fight and later on when the castle's almost totally collapsed because the boss fight is just irritating because it you get this momentum of like, we are fighting. Yep. And then the, the, first of all, the wizard pumps the brakes by teleporting mm-hmm. her around. And we just have to watch. There's the cutting thing, that, which is pretty cool though. And she has oh, to decide he's... whether she goes after him. Right. Cause he's cutting after... her, he's Wi-Fi cutting her. Oh like, yeah. 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 Voodoo thing. That was kind of cool. The, the effect was cool. And I like anytime you throw a sorcerer in. Right. This to me, that the, was a, 
better use of the, the cool like absolutely give me more of that less yes of the less teleportation more running over here bam running over here bam again here, though that's that D D thing where you're like you're like you're you're engaged with an enemy and you're fighting an enemy but you're getting you're taking psychic damage from someone in right. a different location what do i do yeah you have to decide here i do go here, I go mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. and she has no party because she just the kid escaped the party split up the, the dm had to go into another room for 20 minutes right and they just come back with knowledge and then going <laughs> forward, yes. Right, right. So that was kind of cool. I even like how she goes and kills the sorcerer. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I hate to say it, even though she goes and kills the sorcerer, that gives our our uh, villain a chance to escape. So once again, you've stopped our you fight. You've stopped our fight. And now we're just watching Red Sonia run around more. She runs up it the stairs. It doesn't pick up again she, until she catches her in her candle room, and then we have our final fight. Which is not even that great. It's not that great. Mm-mm. No. So I like, I like the end of the fight when, yes. when, when Red Sonia is just fucking raging. Slapping her slapping sword. Yes, yeah. So Dude. hard. Well, I was talking to Bird, and I'm like, she's when she's just like, Pounding that sword, and you can see that Gedrin's starting to kind of get spooked. She's like, shit. Oh, fuck. It's that I, I told Bert, I'm like, boxers do this. This is a legitimate tactic where you just, you don't even aim for the face or the You're body. Just hitting you, anything? No, you punch the, you just keep hammering on their guard because it burns their shoulders out. And then in the next round, they can't keep their arms up as well because you're you're punching their gloves and you're but frying you're, their shoulders. Yeah, oh my God. So your shoulders and elbows and wrists and arms are fucked. So next round, when you're like, Jesus, and you put your hands up, your guard isn't up it starts clean. to slip because oh, your shoulders oh, are getting oh, fried. That can bean you right in the beak. Yeah, so you can see Gedrin, like, her sword, she's got her guard up, but every time Sonya pounds that Coming sword, up is high. it's like, blam, like, flying back, and her, she's starting to get shaky. And she's her confidence is down. She's well, you like, can see, what? again, another uh, uh, te- uh, testing to her acting ability. Yeah, Sandal Bergman. face. Sandal mm-hmm. Bergman is... The oh, there's a definite oh, fuck moment. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always loved moments in movies where people aren't just doing fight choreography but they are fighting and acting yes yeah where you see yeah like you see someone's confidence get rattled like or you see someone like you see someone see an opening because it's choreographed they know the opening's going to be there but Mm -hmm. you see them spot it and you're like that's but a lot of times in the moment i mean when you're going and doing it like a fight scene like that the reactions are Kind of easy, even if you know it's coming. Because your heart, you're there. Up. You're in mm-hmm. that in that moment. Well, so that yeah. sometimes there's not a lot of acting going on, especially in the action scenes. Not to get. I've done very few, but the few that I've done, even though you know it's coming, you know every beat and thing that you're gonna do when, you when action focus. gets called. You're yeah. like fucking there, dude. And it's like bullets are whizzing past your head, even though you're going bang, bang, bang. But like an AD is going yeah, bang, yeah. bang. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> I've, I've done a couple. I did. I played a gangster once in a in a short film. And there's this scene where I cha- there where I chased a dude down. A good friend of mine. I knew yeah. him. And then I like catch him and slam my bump against the pole. And we choreographed it slow like a bunch of times. But at speed, I fucking like whipped him around and slammed him up against the thing. I had a baseball bat and I like banged it on the railing like right next to him. And I was screaming in his face. And it's like when you're. You've, you've taken acting classes, yeah, you, yeah. right? When they are first learning how to like cry and get emotional, the first thing they teach you is like breathe like you're actually crying yes. because your body will physiologically be like, oh, I know these, I know these feelings, I know these chemicals and this pattern of breathing. I must be crying, and it will help you cry. Yeah. So, like, you, I think you're right. There's it, but this is all like super nerdy acting talk, which is what I love about this show. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, Sandal Bergman is, she falls into a pit, pit of lava. That's pretty awesome. Dude, this is like the fifth time we've seen lava in this movie. Anytime I see lava, and guess what? Next movie, we We get get to see more fucking lava, and it's awesome. (laughs) 
But uh, so look, the fight scene's not that great. Yeah, why? Why did she build her castle? On top of a volcano. Well, I hate yeah. to say this, but did you know that this entire planet that we're on is all over One lava because the core is yeah. magma. We got a magma core. But it's like a. She's she literally on a on volcano. A volcano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you build an evil base, right? I mean, actually, if Austin in, Powers taught us nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You build a volcano base because it's dangerous. Yep. <laughs> and stupid mm. and a poor spot to put a base. But and less expensive than building it in a normal because nobody wants. Oh, so land is cheap. You know Got what? It. That's actually it's like probably building a castle true. in a swamp. You could probably get <laughs> my swamp. <laughs> Shrek is love. <laughs> Shrek is life. No. Um. All right. So the the castle starts to collapse. The talisman has been destroyed. Gedrin has been destroyed. All of our bosses and sub bosses are all dead, and they're trying to escape the castle. They, they. Uh, doorways are all closed up and they I actually really like this one part of their escape they they sneak under that like pillar there's like a little gap that's been made a pillar's collapsed and it's made a small hole and they all run through it and they're like shit the door's fucking locked because that dude got crushed and squished got crushed. in it yeah so they're like fuck we gotta get out of here how do we where's the door I don't know how to operate I know the door how. only the kid knows how to do it because he saw that happen because he was the one that yeah he runs out Pulls the lever, but the pillar collapses behind him, thus closing the door. And the kid has a moment that he completely hasn't earned, which drives me crazy. Yeah. And he goes, yep. go without me. And I'm like, nope, nope, you have not emotionally matured that much. You know so. he would be like, get, get me, me out, the out of fuck here, out Falcon. Here. You fat fuck loser idiot. And Falcon's like, well, too bad. I guess we got to leave. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, he, I wanted it. There was the fucking thing that said is the opportunity for that to be the thing. They could have done they it. could have done it. But they that. just kept playing him as an asshole yeah. instead. Yeah. And now this moment feels cheap. Yep. But we do get to see Arnold Schwarzenegger literally, again? literally deadlift a castle. Yeah. I love it. Falcon so doesn't even help him. I just want to find like YouTube videos of Arnold Schwarzenegger working out. Uh, there's a. Uh, have you ever seen yeah. the documentary Pumping Iron? No. We can watch it for the show. I own it. Sweet. <laughs> Dude, but Schwarzenegger deadlifts a castle. Yeah. yeah. I didn't give a shit that some of the movie was bothering me at this point. I'm like, he just lifted, he just lifted a the castle. castle up. That's insanity. Granted, the whole top half of it is now blown apart and not, so there's very little left to lift, but still. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, okay, let me rephrase. Arnold Schwarzenegger deadlifted half, half a castle. Half a castle. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, what was it only, he only deadlifted like, what, 700 tons or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, how fucking strong is Kalidor the Barbarian? My note is Arnie's doing most of the heavy lifting in this movie. But I, <laughs> oh. I, always a rim shot. Any chance for a rim shot. <laughs> Um, I also have the castle is made of Semtex. Did you? Oh my God! <laughs> I am not used to Bird being that loud. Holy shit! Left. Because you have her like a left. I do. I have her cranked all the way up because she's a quiet talker. That left ear is going now. <laughs> Woo! <Bleeding a> yeah. <laughs> I said exactly the same thing. I was like, "Is this castle built out of Semtex or what the fuck?" Um. Also, I'd like to point out that the the spire, the top tower, yeah. blows up like twenty five times. times. Yes. <laughs> yes. They cut to this shot of the spire exploding, and you're like, "That was wild!" And then they cut to Arnold and the deadlift, and then they cut back to the sp- and the spire explodes, and you're like, hmm. "Wait a minute, this is this is the Matrix? See, when They've changed this, something." When you're this close to a volcano and an orb has just been destroyed, time, time is loop. in flux. Yeah, time gets all timey wimey. Oh. Or just for a little, you're in a pocket. Yeah, you're in a pocket yeah, of wibbles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, dude, anytime you get, you're yeah. that close to orbs and lightning and lava, you're gonna it's get some time. It's a time. You're gonna get a little bit. 
and your castle's made of sand. Tax- <laughs> um, <laughs> your castle's made of So one, two, skip a few. They all escape. They're on a hill. It looks like a shot from Highlander. And Arnold Schwarzenegger and Red Sonia kiss. Finally, they they decide they're gonna fight each other one more time, but they don't really fight. They, they just, just cross lock swords, swords and, and fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you notice that they kiss in tableau for like thirty nine seconds, <laughs> which is a long time to just they be... hold it. Well, I thought it was a still, and then the horses are moving, and you're like, oh, oh. they're standing with their mouths mashed. They were just together. waiting for the director to call, call cut. cut. And the horses don't know any better, so they're like, I'm gonna eat some grass. <laughs> <laughs> they're pooping. In yeah, the just the horse just dropping fucking hay shit all over everything. Arnold Schwarzenegger's one has like hay shit. The other one has straw shit. Yeah, they're like, they're, ah. they're like, hey, pretty high straw diet. And the other one's like, I see you got a lot of grass now. That is unhealthy because of the amount of cholesterol. <laughs> you never said anything about this when I was just <laughs> when I was eating when I was eating hay every day and drinking barley water. You never said anything. I've done my research. I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Okay, Jimmy Stewart. Jeez. Right, that was. Well, I listened to the podcast. Oh, so, you know, your cholesterol is all high. Your camel's cream of mushrooms. George Bailey. Oh, that's like my. Oh. All right. I, you know, I got nothing left for Red Sonia. Bird, you've got notes, I'm sure. I do, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wondered if the reason that they made Sonia like, fuck you, Princess Gedrin, you, or Queen Gedrin, you, mm-hmm. yeah. lesbian, you. Um, was so that little girls who saw this movie and were like, oh, women can be strong and powerful and do the same things boys do, weren't uh-huh. like, oh, maybe I should also be a lesbian. Interesting. But who I cares? don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, but 1985. Right. Okay, so, yeah, I, I, I can see that in 1985 being like... For you, fear of being a lesbian. Yeah, you can be... Actually, we don't have to get into it, but... um. Let's not get into it. But uh, I was going to bring something else tangential, but I want to talk about your idea for a second here, Boo, um, which is, you know, like strong, powerful, independent woman. Doesn't Doing al- traditionally masculine things. Doesn't have to be doesn't equal fully masculine right. or whatever. I can see that warped thinking in 85. Sure. I can sure. see that. Totally. What else you got? Anything? Um, I want her fucking coat. Those coats look so comfortable. Good costuming in this oh one. My God. There, there was no hot dog jackets. There no, was no, no sausage jackets. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You're doing good. Um, this one and the next one we're going to talk they, about. We I didn't think have the as much as much weird thongage either. Yeah, less chapped. Assholes. No, he wears pants. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's Conan. I'm Calador. Calador wears pants. pants in this. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's pretty much fully much, dressed, yeah, which is much to my dismay. But whatever. They were. Did you feel like the sets here were where they were shooting was way colder than where yeah, they? Because they shot so. Destroyer in Spain. Mm-hmm. They shot this in Italy, but they shot this in like rustic cold Italy. Rustic cold. Italy. I, they did, <laughs> you know. Near, like, it, yeah, it looks more Piedmont mountainous. Area yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we've talked about this on the other films. Um, this movie also does pass the Bechdel test. It does. Now, we sh- Bird pointed something out, which we should talk about on the show quickly because we're almost out without no edit points, um, <laughs> which is the Bechdel test is actually, it's cool, but it's not a very good test because there's a lot of really shitty movies that pass the Bechdel test and a lot of really phenomenal films that don't. That don't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of arbitrary. It's like, do you can you have two female characters talking about something that, isn't a man just throw two characters in and say like hey do you want to go get coffee yeah sure that film now passes the Bechdel test like it's it's totally an arbitrary bullshitty kind of thing however 
I, I do think other... Now, actually, I was going to say this movie is kind of cool and very, like, pro-woman and strong woman, but there's enough troubling stuff about femininity and women and what is proper and isn't proper for strong, independent women to do that, you know... I Look, all social commentary shoved right. out the window. I really like this movie. Yeah, me too. It's fun. It's rompy. It's surprisingly hard to talk about. I've discovered... All right. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Because we're getting... We're no, I'm good. There. All right, cool. We are a listener-supported podcast. If you like what we do, you can you head can on over... You fly right through. I will. You can head on over to patreon.com slash quillandfilm, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M. You can get full-length bonus episodes and shout-outs on the show like we're going to do right now. We would like to thank, and I'm only doing this fast because I want to get out of here before we get too much time. We, we have a buffer, but not a huge one. So we'd like to thank Casey Scheibe, John Scheibe, Connor Sweeney, Danielle Hartley... Do it every time. I love it. Katie Clark, Kelly and Mike Wagner, David Rowney, Brian Jackson, William Rockwood, and Sister Sarah Hartley. (laughs) Thanks, man. Keep the bit alive. Keep the bit alive. And you know, your name could be on that list too. So head on over to patreon.com slash quill and film. If you want to drop us a line, it's measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of this movie. Let us know what movies you want to hear us fucking bullshit about right. 15 hours um, alright well we love you all we're getting out of here we're gonna wrap up Barbarian Month next week with Conan the Mamona Mimosa Co- Co- Mimosa the Barbarian Barbarian